What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Barbells and Trails podcast. I'm your host, Brett, back with Riley. And today, we finally have our first guest of the year, Brian. Yay! Thank you for having me on today. It's great. I'm looking forward to it. If you guys don't recognize Brian, it's because you missed our live stream in November. He was on our first ever live stream. It's still on the still on the channel if you guys want to go check it out yes please do he was known as the he was one of the old guys on the on <laughs> that true, yeah. live stream yeah. you and <laughs> you old and looking young at uh, heart <laughs> hey, absolutely yeah. yep absolutely. Hey, i'm not denying that at all yeah i've been around you enough that you're definitely young at heart yes but. well my wife tells me i'm an eighth grader at heart so <laughs> i i'll go with that i could do eighth grade the rest of my life eighth for grade? sure <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, I, I, it's probably more to do with my humor, my eighth grade humor. Oh yeah, unfortunately. Hey, so we're all we are all but boys, boys at heart for sure. I feel like yes. most of us, most well, guys, aren't. boys will be boys. That's it, for sure. Exactly. That's what we. Yeah. But it has changed a little bit since your last year. Today we're actually trying to do multicam. We had some technical difficulties getting started, but hey, we just went for it. We're we're here. I need, I need a sound engineering degree, apparently, um, to figure some of this stuff out. But. We do need help. Anybody, <laughs> any suggestions, please yeah, please send it to Brett at his email. <laughs> yes. Honestly. Business honestly, I, I would I would actually support that. But since you've been on, you, you did make it to the last live stream, which didn't necessarily go anywhere, but... Um, the first live stream you were on, we were at like what 106 subscribers. As of today, we are at 244. Oh my God! So oh yes. we're, yes, we're more than climbing. We're you climbing, climbing the ladder slowly but surely. Huh. And, I, and I, I would like to think that you and Josh and Freddie that night had something to do with it, especially with all the shorts that we were able to pull out yeah. of that four-hour yeah. live stream. Well, and that and Kelvin with his. Uh expanding upon uh what was it shrek and all that stuff too oh yeah yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Was another, yeah. Podcast, another yeah. popular that was good one, one. That was yeah good. yeah he Absolutely. was he, i told him about that i was like yeah this this short for some reason talking about uh like shrek animators and behind the scenes of the making of it is going like kind of crazy at the time a lot of engagement a lot of views and yeah. it just kept kept growing everybody likes shrek supposedly believe it or not i have never seen any of the shows really but my wife and she's a very picky cartoon and person um she loves him yeah. loves all of them yeah absolutely right. it's so. mike myers i mean you, you watch that see he was a part of my childhood between shrek and then austin powers i mean he was everywhere for me mm-hmm. yeah well <laughs> saturday night live originally for me well yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i didn't know that let's just say my dad was watching Austin Powers with me at an age I should not have been watching Austin Powers. Yeah. I was five and I was watching that. And we only oh, did that's it perfect. Mom, we only I did it when my mom it. wasn't at the house. <laughs> of, of course. Oh yeah, you know, father son bonding right there. We're watching. Absolutely. I'm just laughing. I don't get half the jokes, but I think it's funny. Like, <laughs> it's not until you watch it till you get older and you're like, oh, <laughs> whole yeah. new light. But no, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I'm surprised you've never seen it, but your your yeah. son's ten years older than me, so I mean, yeah. kind of makes sense. Before he's thirty three. Yeah, I mean, he would have been like eleven when that movie came out, so yeah. Yeah. he might not have been interested in it as much as someone uh, from our generation. I, I don't remember much cartoons for him at that age necessarily. 
by that time he had gotten into uh, PlayStation and all that. So yeah, yeah makes yeah, sense. He was into all that, so all the computer doesn't surprise me sort of things and so, I, w- I would have been too yeah if, oh god yes yeah, yeah. Me, me too i mean unfortunately for me you have to realize that when we played vi- video games that was at the mall we played that yeah, at the mall true. and like believe an it or not they had a very um i mean it was like an arcade or whatever and that's what we how i knew what pac-man or <laughs> yeah. or any of those Defender, Asteroids, all that kind of stuff. I can remember playing Asteroids as a very young kid. That was the best. I loved Asteroids and stuff. I feel like my dad, if he was born in our generation, he actually would have been interested in video games because he... He uh, he did tell me that he had a slight addiction to arcades back in the day, and he, he did did love it. And That's like, what I spent a lot of my money yeah. on and stuff. Yeah. Twenty five cents at a time. Yeah, unfortunately, and then like I can remember going to the mall, and it'd be Christmas time or whatever, and my parents would leave me alone for a couple hours while they shopped or whatever. So well, I guess I have to ask: Did you ever play Pong back in the day? Um, is what do you mean by? Oh, like the original, basically yes. the first ever real we video had game. It. We had that. You had Pong. We had, okay. we had oh, Pong and stuff. Yes. What year did that come out? Was that the 70s or 80s? That would have been 70s. Absolutely. It was 70s. Easily okay. 70s. Yeah. I couldn't remember. I knew and, it was somewhere in there. Um, and it came in different speeds. And so finally, um, like, you know, I would play it all the time. So, um, and what I like to do was play Pong's double. Because then it had two little things. Two going balls? Okay. Well, not two balls. Oh. Two. You were playing. There was two of you at Get, a time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, And so there was a way that you could, if you were playing them, if you were going really fast, where you would take that and it would go through the ball uh-huh. and then it'd make it fly off in a different direction. Yeah. And stuff. And so I was always basically See, I, my cousin I, or my aunt or uncle or somebody that would be playing with me or whatever that's cool i mean I, we both know what it is but i don't think i've, I've never ever it. actually played it honestly. yeah i mean it's we like actually the very had that first version of what like we sports yeah, became. yeah right <laughs> like yeah. basically we tennis that's it's the most uh i guess like at the time groundbreaking but the most not backwards but primitive version of gaming like that mm-hmm. that was it it was just yeah. a ball so, bouncing off a wall what and, was those little ones that you held in your hand and that you could play games and stuff well, uh, uh, well yeah, i guess I what specific what name. era are we talking about like 2000s um yeah pro- well, probably 90s n- and 2000s n- nintendo's DS's the Game Boys Game Boys oh, that's what yeah. it was oh, Game Boys well, yeah that was yeah yep. so actually when i was young we had something similar and what it was was um, it was like football, and what a, you had a field oh, yeah, or whatever. Yes, yeah. It had like three dots. Three. It, well, no, it had many dots, I guess, across the field. But then you. I were know the exactly main what one, you're talking about. And then you would go, and then at the very end, it go something like that for the touchdown. And it would drive my dad nuts because I played it all the time while we were traveling back and forth to Florida or someplace. I don't think I told you guys, but my uncle actually brought an old nintendo emulator when we went to thanksgiving so basically it had all those really old nintendo games the old uh-huh. football games yes. like the uh, original ones that they would have played when they were real yes. young or like the old golden eye like the wow. really old nintendo Absolutely. games so there was 
there was at least a day for sure that basically one of the main things that all the adults did was just go back and forth playing like the original Mario and like all this stuff, mm -hmm. taking turns on the main screen in the uh, in the living room when we were down there. They were just yeah. playing video games uh, the whole great. time on the old, old like almost Nintendo GameCube controllers. Well, yeah. and see, so when my son was growing up, the most innovative uh, Nintendo at that time was N64. So Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we learned, uh, of course, I learned all about Mario and all that. Um, Princess Peach and Wario and yeah. Luigi and so I mean I, what would what would be the newest game I, I don't I wasn't expecting us to get on the topic of video games necessarily right. but what what's like the newest video game you've seen recently to even compare to I uh, seen, anything I you've used to play now my son is a is a avid avid, avid person yeah big a time um, I have seen him play a, a few things but. I have never, other than the Nintendo 64, I haven't played a video game. I actually haven't played an actual video game probably in 25 years. I mean, you know, so yeah, I remember playing. Well, the maybe Nintendo okay, games. not 25, probably 20 years. About 20 wow. years. I'm very tempted to go grab my laptop right now, do a reaction like we did um, for Avatar, and have him <coughs> see the uh, GTA 6 trailer. Because, so I, I actually was listening to someone else talk about it. You wouldn't necessarily totally understand with it, but they were talking about the trailer, and he's like, I did make a reaction video, and I kind of hyped it up more than I thought. And, like, not not going to lie, it looks great. It really does. It, it looks mm -hmm. amazing. But I wouldn't say it looked outstanding. Kind of like when we were last on at, or with Kelvin, and he was telling me, like, the original Avatar was way better than Avatar 2. I because he he was like i just don't feel like the new one really kind of was anything mm -hmm. crazy compared to other cgi movies today well and how the as much as the original one yeah. blew you away yes, versus the, the, yeah, exactly what and what the thing is i don't think that time. that was necessarily a possibility Right. I feel like the only next thing that's going to blow you away when it comes to movies is probably going to be like the first VR movie, like actual yeah. VR movie. I think that's probably the next step where it's right. going to be like the first one that's actually made that way and you sit there with glasses and you're literally in the world. That would probably be like yeah. the next big like holy shit movie. But I, I didn't feel like they were going to be able to kind of do that where it was that astounding on the new one. I mean, honestly, when I was watching the trailer, the amount of detail they put in. There was a was, lot of detail. Like even there is. I mean, just me, just locating lines and stuff, and looking at the poles, and there's literally just the literally lines the, coming the down colors. the poles. It, it, just like, it's amazing. Holy it crap! Is. So the next game is based in Miami. Basically, they do different cities. They just call them different things. They don't actually call it like Miami. I, I don't. Uh, I can't remember what it's actually called for for Miami because they had an remember. old game that was in Miami. Yeah. But I mean, it is a basically life like replica of the city like it is basically down to the detail of a lot when it comes mm -hmm. to the layout everything right. you're actually visiting these places like that's the funny thing is so many like gta 5 was mm -hmm. uh la there's so many people that probably know how to get around la reasonably enough yeah just from playing a lot of gta 5 yeah. because yeah. i mean it's actual like map views where buildings are kind of working your way around an actual city yep. and it, it's a real life city so um yeah. 
the, the new one I have to admit does look amazing. It does look really good. I think, though, that there's definitely other games out there that in the future that are probably going to come out that actually look even better than that. 100%. But also, I, I guess you got to compare it to computing power because it's this is also an open-world game. That next game that has that great yeah. resolution might not be a fully open-world, so it won't need as much computing power, you know, yeah. in comparison. But it, it is pretty interesting to see, like, where gaming's changed so much even the past 10 20 years let alone when when you would have first been well you know how i always look at it this way is this so when i was a little boy we had what they called a party line for our telephone and everything okay now i'm going to tell you a little story um of course my grandmother has passed away many years ago and i'm going to tell a little story about her she used to they um we she lived in a small town here in Indiana. And so they, back then, uh, this would have been uh, late 60s, early 70s, a lot of the telephone lines were not just one individual line for everyone. They had what they called party lines. I know what you mean now. Yeah, and so they would, they would <laughs> get on and then they would make a phone call or whatever but possibly your next door neighbor could pick up the mm-hmm. phone right then also. And then they would hear you on it. So they could only do one individual yep. uh, conversation at a time, but you could listen to the whole conversation. And unless they heard the click or whatever, which my grandma got to be a master of that, yeah. she would sit in and listen to all these people's conversations and stuff. What? And so, yeah, because, Okay, so me and my grandpa and my my youngest uncle would be in the other room or whatever, and she would be, like, in the kitchen area, and she would be listening intently on whatever, and then, you know, we would be talking or or watching TV, and, you know, I'm just a little kid, so I'm bouncing around, yelling, screaming and everything, and she'd be like, shh quiet and everything and then me and my grandpa would just start laughing because we thought and my uncle thought it was hilarious that she's sitting there listening to him but i mean i I can't deny i probably would do the same thing yeah i mean think about it you you know you have uh so much uh things that so people have always been nosy it's not just now (laughs) it's not just now i I actually remember i didn't know that i don't know where i heard the party line before, but mm. I don't know if it was in my class because I'd never we locate party line. we yeah. locate telephone lines, so I don't know. If like we, I obviously know, and I I did, I did the same thing back in the day with like home phones, where you know if you have multiple, you can get on and right. listen into the conversation. That well, was like my version of it as a kid. Well, but I'll I, be yeah. honest with you, I had a kind of a unique perspective on that. Both my parents worked for AT and T. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Or back then, it was called Western Electric. Yeah, that's yeah. how you had all the bells. Um, you might have Southwest Bell, Indiana Bell, Ohio Bell. All these were, you know, independent of that that company or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they provided most of the communications for telephone and all that. So, um, you know, it just makes me think back. I mean, you can look at it as a progression like this. You used to have telephones that were just a dial where you just sit there and, and you turned it and then mm-hmm. it would yeah. click back and forth. From there, it kind of went to the touchtone dials. Like, uh, even if you're thinking about pay phones, nowadays you don't really see pay phones yeah. out much anymore. I mean, pay phones used to be in every town, right. almost at every gas station. 
just sure. because if there was something if you, you needed to call somebody you needed to call somebody there was an emergency or whatever place. you yeah. do that um so you you know at that point you had the touch tone phones and then from touch tone uh, I mean, you started to get into the cell phone area and or era, I should say. And so here we are now with cell phones. And, you know, what amazes me is that cell phone has more capability computer wise and as a phone than the original um, computers that they sent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. NASA are stuff, a, yeah. yeah, as astronauts to the moon. So, uh-huh. I mean, no, that's very true. And that's just up until... And that's the thing. That computer probably would have been and taken up as much space as my house. Hands bigger. Down. Like, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be a humongous room back in the yeah, late that's 60s. Yeah, that's true. Probably multiple homes. Yeah. Of at least my size. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I've seen old old video footage yes. of it and stuff. So, yeah, they, that, that's crazy because now it's in my pocket and it's six yes. inches. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, and, you know, that's just like if you think about... Um, even if I you look back in old videos at the old cars versus the new cars that we put out today, okay, it's just amazing how, um, you know, in my short lifetime of just fifty eight years, almost sixty years, just the the huge technology jump and everything, even as far as uh, medicine. I mean, think of DNA research. We very That's knew true. very little I mean, about any of that stuff back then. Unlocked now the they've human mapped genome. the DNA. And yeah. Genome. yeah. So, you know. It's true. Like, a lot of that's pretty recent uh, discoveries, at least. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the human history. Yeah, like all of yeah. it's a all blink of, of the eye, even in human existence, let alone Earth's existence. And I mean, I just want you to think crazy. about this. So if you just took from the time from 1950 to, to 2000 now. oh yeah well yeah. yeah just that 50 years versus the 1900 to 1950 well i don't know and but even before then yeah i mean before the civil war to 1900 that's true i mean these 50 year uh spans yeah. of what what technology changes and societal changes mm-hmm. i mean think about it's very even in in the time that i have grown up society itself I mean, even if you even look, like, I mean, I guess you could do the same now by even looking like when I was born compared to now, 20 years, it's changed a lot. But I mean, imagine the impact from World War One to World War Two. Like that's basically 20 years. Yeah. Roughly a little more. Yeah. But I mean, and obviously war causes innovation. So it's like, imagine this stuff going into World War One. A lot of that was practically still certain technologies that we were using from the civil war world war one kind of caused everything to advance very quickly and then let alone yeah. how how it transitioned to the start of world war two and how everything changed like shit we didn't have tanks until world war one and even then they were terrible by the end of world war two the tanks we had were outrageous in, yeah, comparison. in comparison like they, there was yeah. there was nothing that could stand up against them and their capacity and their damage and just everything i mean yeah. just thinking about it and like the first machine gun was built during World War Two, and technically one of the first machine guns is one of the most powerful, accurate machine guns still to today. I can't remember what's called, but I'm blanking on the name. But it, you know, if you put it up to some guns, like turreted guns today, it's it's still fascinating that we're also able to develop that then compared to yeah guns today. Absolutely, it's wild. but I don't innovation's know. fun to look at. It really is. That and even if you, I don't know. Even if you go back uh, even to an earlier time and stuff and think about, uh, I mean, 
supposedly we i don't know if you're back uh 10,000 BC or whatever and you know certainly there has been many movies over the years that have been made uh, about re- um reenactments of that time or whatever mm-hmm. i mean we But, were talking about it yes. <laughs> like literally and two weeks thusly, ago and like this is what yeah the door i'm getting doorway i'm getting ready to walk through and stuff was last night i was reading or i wasn't actually reading i was watching tv And of course, they're always coming up with uh, uh, finding new discoveries as far as archaeology and all oh, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so uh, they were talking about one of our favorite subjects, Gobeki Tepe yeah. and uh, Karen Tepe and stuff, which is, I, I guess, uh, just twenty miles site, away. Yeah. yeah, the sister site to Gobeki Tepe, and to sit there and think of of. Them, this went back to almost they they to dated like 12, it to be twelve thousand years ago, eleven right? to twelve yeah. thousand years ago that they were building these structures when supposedly we were just hunters, gatherers, uh, foresters, yeah. all that stuff. So you know, it's amazing that you know uh, a lot of the history that's now coming coming to light that uh, it certainly wasn't how we were brought up or how the information that was taught True. to me. I mean, even literally and f- figuratively more information gets unearthed every year. Like it's, mm-hmm. it, it is kind of, it is crazy. It just it keeps opening up more doors, connecting more information that we never knew. Like, I like guess the thing there, there was probably something that they found 60 years ago that they didn't totally know what it, was connected to or what culture or civilization that's like today because of more studying they were actually able to be like oh this is from these people like even just stuff like that yeah there's been so many more connections and slowly but surely we still got a lot that we don't know right. but like getting well, a better understanding of like human history and past it's slowly filling in those history books more clearly over time that's just like the thing with us in the ocean we haven't discovered like anything in the ocean yet yeah what three percent is yeah, all we know I, pretty I much assume. i know It, and what it covers crazy. what 65 70 percent of the earth or whatever yeah so i mean kraken is basically at this point been proven as an actual thing like i i mean at this point there uh, even the flood myth is at this point he, part of human history there was some cataclysm like it's basically guaranteed it's in every culture Like yeah, there, I, there's a lot of things they that talked old about stories, that yeah, like old stories that are written as myth or mythology or part of that culture's religion actually are probably stories from generations past that just got turned into the, those stories. Mm-hmm. That's what And they that's said last night that what we take is just as possibly um, the Greek mythology or whatever. There, I think over time they're going to come to find out that a lot of those. Um, A lot of those things were based on true events. True, yeah, so, some, there's Absolutely. true aspects yeah, to these stories sure. in some way. Mm-hmm. They might be, uh, I guess, kind of what we would consider today like Hollywooded up a little bit, like by taking a story, right. making it more eccentric, like and Perseus. Crazy. And, yeah, yeah, yeah ma- making it a little more outrageous. Like that's most stories mm-hmm. in the news today. I mean, it makes sense that those kind of do the same. It could have just been one dude that happened to figure out how to start a fucking fire before someone else. Yeah. And he brought it to another village, but right. they came up with this story of this Titan had the yeah. original fire and came and delivered it to us. And it allowed man to progress. It literally could have been a neighbor from 20 miles away. that just happened to be somebody that figured it out, had a torch. And this group was like, what the fuck? 
Like, what are you, ta- like, what do you have? Like, how'd you do that? And he taught them to make fire and he right. gave it to them. Right. Like it li- that literally could have been the, the origins Absolutely. for that kind of story. But it's yeah. funny that it always gets changed. Like, it, I mean, even if we talk about like, if imagine if society just disappeared and we're a hundred or two, 3000 years into the future, but society's basically had to revert technology got wiped out from what we have today. And they found remnants of an iPhone or computer screens and all this stuff, or maybe some stories were passed down from the survivors. How, who's to say how they're going to describe it 2000 years from now. If you talk to somebody that was around, then we'd be like, Oh yeah, it's a computer screen. It's an led screen as all this stuff is glass. There's computer systems inside. How would you explain that to someone that does not understand the technology? You'd be like, there was this weird, mirror like thing where you could see other people Mm -hmm. and talk it it was like magic like there's not if you don't have the science for it there's no lack of like there's a lack of understanding so it's like maybe some of that could have been old technologies and certain Mm -hmm. um stories and myths to explain some things that they had no real explanation for so there's a lot of absolutely hidden details yeah for sure well and you know as i was watching a show last night i don't know it always makes you think you know why in the world did i mean obviously before 1950 and 1960 let's say i'm just using it as a time reference as that i was born in the mid 60s that you know a lot of our history and everything that was taught to us I mean, they had to know that some of those events, some of those things were not necessarily an embellishment. It could very well have been that those were made out of actual events. And, you know, why, why, why did they take, you know, just a certain way that they want to present the information to you and stuff? I, I mean, I don't understand I know what you why. mean. That, yeah, it's yeah. like, why would you possibly hide some information um, when it comes to it or, or kind of keep it secret. But I, I think part of it could be control. Part of it could just be, maybe there is something they found out that would just change everything we thought about human history or. Oh, I think I, or, they, like, it, it's, it's, I'm it's without a doubt. I'm without a, yeah. a doubt at all that they absolutely. And I mean, they by probably our military or government, but even then they might not like know that. as much as we think. They might be still be in the dark, but they don't want to admit they are. You know, like yeah. that could be a thing because if I they admitted so. they didn't know. I, I think it's just the opposite. I think, and I've talked about this probably even on the last podcast. I think that our technologies for many, many, many things are far beyond. Like oh, it would no, not necessarily that. surprise me that we already have a base somewhere on the moon even though they're talking about sending new people to the moon or whatever covertly why couldn't we have already did that or even be on mars as another possibility that might be a little bit of a stretch but within the next 50 years those things are going to happen that's that's true i think i think the like maybe sooner bases might be a little of a stretch for me personally but like there is something to it where the military has technology at Mm. least four to five decades more advanced than what we know publicly. Yes, like, probably, I, that, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is I think the, uh, the main comparison I've heard that kind of proves this is the helicopters that they use to go, go secretly in stealth helicopters that they use to kill, um, Osama bin Laden. Those were secret helicopters that had not been mentioned on public record or public knowledge mm-hmm. 
but the only reason they had to let them know was because one fucked up and they decided to blow it up so yeah, they couldn't right. re like um, reverse engineer that technology for right. that stealth chopper and in all reality that stealth chopper was built i'm pretty sure in the 80s and we've had it for 40 years right and, it and that's how a lot of them in 2010 are. like yeah, i'm pretty sure so th- there's definitely stuff like they had cell phones or some form of communication device would have possibly Absolutely. been considered a cell phone like this somewhere 60s it, probably it, it, I, w- I would at least say the 80s they, they would have like when the first cell phones were coming out and there were bricks there was somebody with the cell phone that was more like the size of probably an iphone and not saying that they were common or they were used all the time but they had at least developed the technology to understand how it works right well like, and then with the advent of satellites so yeah exactly it's that type of communication then mm-hmm. yeah well, that's yeah, the thing yeah, you yeah. think about some of the satellites like you don't realize it because you think satellite you don't necessarily think of them super big some of those satellites are massive I know, dude. like they're oh huge gosh. like right. like probably my barn and my house combined plus like some of those are ginormous and then also to think about how some of them today could also just be pretty small like, or just think about like I mean now you can literally stations. say it's like yeah. that's true but like you could also see Starlink Elon Musk's satellite yeah. for you. you get little oh, look that little it is just the lo- no the, the, the lines of lights right people were like yes are yes. we being invaded what it. the hell is I have that? seen it and a it's few just times satellites just chilling yeah all in a row it's just a little bit different with how it does it yeah you know even as a kid of course we lived out in the country mm-hmm. and we lived in a wood so it was very 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 dark so a lot of times what I would do is I would go to my back porch. We had a big cement pad back there. So I would lay down on the pad and then I would lay and put my head on the step. And then I would sit there and watch just like a, a section of the sky. And then over time, you would, here you go. You'd see this little thing going across mm-hmm. nice and yep. steady speed. I remember doing that as a kid. And stuff. And, of course, it was a satellite. And now um, I know uh, – a lot of times, I, and you guys too, have to get up early in the morning. I'll go outside and smoke a cigarette. And as I'm up, I, I'm always looking up in the sky. And um, I finally figured out that about 610 every day that there's a satellite that goes right over my house. Uh, sometimes it's just a little bit off. It looks like a, just a little bit. But it's same size. Si- uh, spot in the sky going in the same direction and all that so here i was thinking i was gonna have discovered ufos or <laughs> something military and then i finally figured out it was just a damn satellite <laughs> son of a bitch and stuff so so i mean we, we we've kind of talked about this before slightly but considering you are further in your journey through life than us at this point yes do you have any like bucket list items that you've wanted to do like your entire life that you've even already done or still would like to accomplish? Absolutely. I mean, um, for example, um, I, my current wife, my current wonderful wife, Valerie, she, uh, her and I have got to travel. We've been together for the last 24, 23, 23 years as a couple. And so um, one of the things that we wanted to do was to travel the United States. And, in fact, if you go to our house right now, um, we have a map of the United States that's um, kind of with corkboard behind it or whatever. And what we do is every place that we visit, 
uh, together as a couple. We'll put like it has little hearts on it. That means her and I have been together or been there together. Um, There's one. uh, I have my own peg for different parts of the country that I've been to that she's not been to. And also she has hers. So if you look at it. I, I've thought I've cool thought of idea. I've it's, thought of it's a doing cool it's like cool, that. and I we have people cool all the track. time. Yeah, yeah, and I actually uh, my wife and I had went to Minnesota and traveled a lot of the Midwest, which we it looked like if you looked at our map, we've been to the West Coast a lot, we've been to the East Coast a lot, um, South pretty decently, but hadn't been right through the heartland of the United States mm-hmm. and stuff. So we got to do that trip uh, this summer and, and got to add a few different uh, locations that I've always wanted to go visit and, and things. So um, just meeting my wife and me being able to do the traveling that I want to, and even uh, as I grow older, I mean, what I want to do, I've I basically went to a lot of the places in the United States I want to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go take on the world. Yeah, go I want to go. Yeah, I want to go to um, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Australia. I would love to go see the Great Wall of China. I guess what 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 would be at the top of your list when it comes to going to a country other than obviously the U.S. <laughs> this is yeah. going to sound kind of strange. I mean, there's a bunch of them that, right. I mean, Egypt would be extraordinarily interesting yeah. to go see of the course. pyramids. There's so many. There's so um, many that I would want to China. Um, I think if I, this goes sound a little crazy. I think I would like to go to, um, I would like to go to Russia. Oh, yeah, we've kind of talked about that before. Yeah. I would love to go to Russia. I can't remember your, actually, your yeah, I mean, I wouldn't cool. be against it, but I can't remember what your explanation is for why. Well, for one thing, I mean, one of the largest areas that is occupied by men, that, um, but there's not a lot of men there, um, is Siberia. I just think that I've seen a lot of uh, different things about Siberia. That in itself with all yeah. the... Um, diversity with culture um all that stuff in siberia and for it to be so very cold you know it gets extraordinarily cold there um but i guess for me i would like to go to red square i would like to go and walk around gorky park um it's just something i've always been interested in uh i think another place that i'd really like to go to is is uh, germany i would like to go that's true Go to Germany. Yeah, but the thing is, possibly. I don't think I would really want to, like, visit Berlin or, like, any of those main cities. I would like to go in, like, some town in the middle of the mountains just in nowhere. Kind of like so the same cool. with, like, going to I would like Switzerland. To, like, actually, I would like to do both. Really? Because yeah, I would do both, too. I, I mean, I would, but I think, honestly, I would prefer... I'd rather go see the German countryside, go yes. through a small town, yes, hit a pub. The, the city... I can find a city anywhere. I'm not saying each city has doesn't have its own like vibe and culture and, and all that stuff too that you really get depending on where you are. But when it comes to like the really metropolis areas, it's like, it right. just doesn't totally attract me that much. Well, I, I'll be honest with you. One, I, I think, um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought for a moment. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it happens. Um, I don't know. Like I really did lose my train of thought oh, for good. that. I was going to mention, though, I think two things for me personally oh, that I'd really love no. to see that would be big on my bucket list, both involving space. I want to see Aurora Borealis. I want to see 
I, I want to see the. North I have Beach. actually seen that before here you told me about, you in told me about Indiana. That. That's crazy. Only I, it's only uh, happened a few times. That's true. Yeah, and I, that I, was I a long. That was twenty. Because I remember exactly where I seen it, so that's where I lived. <laughs> that was twenty three or two years ago. Yeah, no, I, that that's definitely something that's on the top of my bucket. But not list that I not crazy see. like you see yeah. it. At, yeah, like, no, Alaska if I do it, I kind of want to go all out. It's either, like, I'm going up to Alaska or I'm going, like, to Sweden yeah. and, like, doing something like that. Because, one, I think Sweden would be a really cool country to visit anyways, but then also to experience that. But number two would just to be able to go somewhere that's remote enough for specific locations around the world. And there's multiple places you could do it. There would be places in the U.S. I could find. But to actually be able to witness the Milky Way. Yes. Like actually be able yeah, to see yeah, it. Yeah. Go up to like the observatory or something in Hawaii where it's like you're right. there's no light mm-hmm. light pollution. You're up in the mountains and you just get to see the vastness of the cosmos with the naked eye. You know what? Shockingly, one of the things I like about this show, it's called Survivor. So I know there's <laughs> a lot of people who know what's what show I'm talking about. But one of the things they do a lot of times is I mean, they're in remote locations throughout the world. And uh, they'll show pictures of the of the sky and the Milky Way and all that, and they're just like so extraordinary to be able to see it like that by the from the naked eye. Yeah, that's because we have so much light pollution around here. That I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, you wouldn't I, be able to see it until I feel like only a couple of years ago. I didn't think I actually realized that depending on where you are, you actually could see it just with the naked eye. When I saw those pictures, I mm-hmm. thought that was because they changed filters on cameras which they probably still did to allow more light to be absorbed to allow like more more stars to show up and Mm. i know definitely in some photos they did that to be able to capture that and get as much as possible but also just to be like oh no some of that you can just see with the naked eye i never even realized by chance do either of you know what the name of the new um telescope that we put up i cannot think of what it's called but web, what, the web, Jordan. Yeah, or, uh, yeah what, yes. what is it? Oh. That's, that is it. Something web, but it's web something, telephone. something yeah. web. And what so I, I can't remember. I don't. But yeah. It, what about it? No. Or oh, well, because didn't they show one picture or something? And it was something along the lines where it's like this one tiny pocket of stars, and like how far it is. And how they empty they the, took the emptiest part yeah. of the sky and took that picture. Yeah, it, it, and how much in the actual, what we would actually see from our site that makes up. And it's oh. like, boop. It's like, that's that's how much of the sky we're looking at right now. Mm-hmm. But we're just extremely zoomed in, and it's just it's like unfathomable, like the amount. Well, and that's what I was going to talk about. I, I was watching something about the new uh, web telescope, and they were saying that, you know, instead of just being able to take photos, um, they're taking it in infrared. They're doing it in yeah, a bunch of different yeah. spectrums, mm-hmm. which they've never been able to do before, which is a, kind of a, a way for them to go even farther back in time to, see, yeah. to see and stuff. So, I mean, Riley, I guess speaking of like bucket list stuff, what would be one of your biggest ones? I mean, kind of what just brian was has been doing just traveling just travel in general like i mean just is there anywhere like what what would be on like the top of your list i guess uh, for something like that i wanted i don't know what would be on my top top but like i always wanted to go to just south america too yeah yeah 
you just know what? To That's see, a good like, point. Peru. I'd like yes, to go to Peru. Peru. Yeah, see the same. Aztecs and maybe just like, mm-hmm. I mean, True. of course, for, not for, going. For me, a, a more simple trip would be yeah. Mexico. Yeah, and going like to the Yucatan, yeah. seeing those pyramids. Which is like, yeah. actually, just like, of course, not going into the Amazon, just like actually seeing. Just seeing. <laughs> Dude, that would be just, I think, amazing. Yeah, that would be. It, it would be, yeah. It'd be wild. It, it's almost unfathomable. I mean, because it's so lush and all that. I mean, yeah. even if you're in effect. Florida, yeah. it's not nothing no. that lush. Nothing nearby. Well, it's not a jungle. It's not a jungle. Yeah. A tropical yeah, the, jungle. The only thing I think technically in the United States it would be as crazy in comparison is just going to Alaska. And just I, see, that's basically another place. 90% Alaska. of it, or more than 90%, is just wilderness and it's just forest and there's nothing there oh. that'd be like the most comparable thing we have at mm-hmm. least in u.s borders because <laughs> everything else is at least reasonably like even even some of the big national parks out there right. like they're big but compared to alaska they're minuscule <laughs> right i, I feel like we amazing just to go to alaska too like yes and i would like to, get to I want to deal with like negative 40 degree weather but I'll I, I, I would it would be amazing or I mean, even like uh, iceland like a bit v- more yeah. random but like, yeah. I would love to go to Iceland. I mean, like, and just see stuff like that. Just the I like. Of like by the way, I like the Icelanders. They're one of my favorite people. I know. <laughs> enough, enough, bro. <laughs> anyway, I mean, just like the thought of just like the main transportation they use in Alaska is actually just snowmobiles. snowmobiles. Yeah, like, and that's I mean, just I mean, hilarious. True, imagine trying to get a plow down there. Exactly. Like at that point, now, ship, they, they should buy tractors with tracks. Honestly, I don't. Well, just, not, I don't know. well, the only reason you want to know why they just wouldn't start, they just wouldn't be able they to start. They probably wouldn't start. Yeah, that would be the scariest thing. Is like, I think in general, I could deal with cold weather, I could deal with living farther north and certain things. But Alaska is so extreme that literally, when shit gets cold, it just don't work. Yeah, like right. that, that's the issue. See, that's actually one yeah. thing. Heat, one thing doesn't totally do that, it might affect electronics just from right. overheating, but that's about it. Well, Other that's the work. one thing with actually snowmobiles. I don't know about. If you guys knew that, but like on the bottom, that's where all the heat actually distributes, and it gets too overheated, it just shuts off. Oh, really? So that's why you need enough, like at least two or three feet of snow, just to actually just drive a snowmobile. Uh, allow all yeah. that cool, cool. You air need it. You need it. Just yeah. keep it getting cooled uh, off. I guess I never yeah. realized yep. that. So uh, I didn't well, realize so, that. I guess why not? Let, let, let's break it down. If you had to pick one country to visit, what country would it be? Like right now, for, for each of us, yeah. If there's just one country you really wanted to visit, what country would, would do you think you would like to see? Hmm. Like no cost, no expense, nothing. Just if it. Hmm. Ooh, I don't know. Actually, that is such a hard question. I don't know. I mean, there's so many. Uh... Oh, I know. I think I would, and I didn't mention this. I mean, the world is vast. There's a lot of places to go see that would no. be extraordinarily oh, cool. Yeah, that's why that makes it um, I think I would like to go to Greece for some oh. reason because I've heard the Mediterranean, oh, yeah, all that area. That Plus, so think of all the history. And, I mean, you're talking about a, a completely different time. I mean, honestly, time. I mean, you were going down the same rabbit hole I was thinking. I was thinking, like, uh, like, England, yeah, that's Greece, what I was thinking. Yeah. or Italy. Yes. I would probably yeah. say Italy. Because yeah. I think for me, I love the historical stuff. Yeah. So be able to travel Italy, enjoy the metropolis if I wanted to, also yes. see ancient parts of Rome, mm-hmm. go to these old abandoned yes. cities, 
go to some random town that's, on the coast. Yeah, I was going to say Italy, like near Sicily. Yeah. Like, and then yeah. the food. Like, oh, just all of it together. Yes. Italy or Greece would honestly probably yeah, be up yeah. there if I had to pick one country just to to go see, uh, just to see it all. Well, and you know the one thing that kind of made me even interested in any of that i mean yeah, what was your reason for greece i guess was it the history? Um, i had a friend uh oh, that's my man. one of my friends his family uh uh came from greece and they him and his uh sister were first generation so oh, of course oh, wow. we got to find out a lot of a, stuff a lot about of yeah, and how to cool. cuss and most of the greek yeah, how yeah all the do all that good stuff, stuff. Yeah. well yeah. i guess greece what, would be a good what one. would be your choice then i guess Screw it. He's Greece. I'm Italy. <laughs> I guess I can't say those. Then. Well, I mean, uh, you can say it if you really want so yeah, to. Yeah, I was going to say Italy. I was yeah. like right there. I was right thinking there. somewhere in Europe. I mean, I was trying yeah. to think if there would be like a country in South America or other countries I would like to visit. But uh, I, I feel like the stuff that just has the most history packed into you, a small are, area. Because I'm a yeah, very... I'm a history nerd. Yeah, same. 100%. And I think me too. Yeah, yeah a little so bit. So we all we all were kind of thinking like, the same yeah. path. But I'll tell you what. Even going to a different place, uh, I you know something that would be kind of neat for me. I, I I'm a little old for it, but it would be perfect for the two of you. Mm. Would be go to a go and stay for like a year at a Tibetan monastery or something like that, and. Try to try to become one with yourself, for them to uh, kind of go we into those teachings. Actually, really, yeah, a, a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. At work, we, yes. we have been okay. talking about it. I don't know. Yeah. No, you're like it. Well, you got me at first there for a second. Yeah, yeah I we, just we think... were kind of talking uh, at least along those topics. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, there is something to certain places in Asia that I I would uh, I would love yeah. to see Africa. I would still want to visit. I just don't know where I'd pick because I feel like I do. I do. I know really? where I want to go. If I, okay, well, you, that's what we should do. We should each pick, continent. Yes, do each. Okay, so continent we got. Okay, all right. So we got Italy, Greece, Italy. Okay. So that that's Europe. That's Europe. Okay, and Asia. I, Let's go Asia. Okay. Um, so I said China. I would go to Tibetan monastery for a year and try to be enlightened and stuff from all that i think that would be neat i i think the simplicity of their life and and uh and their beliefs in that respect i think that would be kind of cool Ooh, I'm trying to, to kind of embrace that I, I, what are we doing here now like, like we're each picking continent. country in it, each continent so like we're in asia right now yeah. and that's where we're picking like it's from asia yeah if we yeah. had to pick a country we wanted to visit in each continent I was going to say India possibly because of its vastness and like the amount of complexity and difference throughout the India would be cool uh, uh, throughout the country or Japan. But honestly, I think for whatever. Why yeah. oh, did that not I even was going to say Japan. I, I did like that didn't even bounce. The one that popped into my head for some reason was Thailand. I see I've seen Thailand. some people travel That's, through Thailand and dude, see stuff it and looks it looks so beautiful. It, it does look like a very beautiful country to visit i have been Even lucky though it's not big I, I think it'd be a really 100%. cool country to see. i have been lucky enough to see pictures actual pictures um um our youngest son frankie and his wife taylor went to bangkok so they've oh, been there before yeah. so yeah, and cool. you can't imagine some of the cool pictures that they of the old um um just all the old architecture and stuff from mm. from that era 
and stuff no, there. I, I it's really it, cool. That's the thing. There is a lot of history in Asia. Too. It's hotter it's, than all get out there. I believe that. So Humid. Like, <laughs> Humid. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's it, like insane. Okay, so let, let's go with uh, Oceania then. So that no, way we got to do our rest of our continents. Come yeah, on, Yeah, Oceania. Oceania. is new. He's old. Australia. Oceania oh, is I now know. Australia, New Zealand. Is Indonesia part of it? They're, they're basically I got some you. of the surrounding countries because they realized, yeah, naming a continent Australia is a little much, but it is a country. I yeah, they changed you. it like when I was in high school. I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I had not ever heard that term for Aus- the Australia. I, mean, I think in general, it probably out of those, it would have to be Australia for me. Yeah, I mean New Zealand. It, I've heard a lot for I've it heard, being a it's beautiful in a tiny country compared to Australia. There's a lot of beautiful places uh, they have some very beautiful scenic i guess i think i would probably go with new zealand on that yeah just because the uniqueness of the place i honestly would for sure i was the thing if i went australia the one thing that only tipped me there just because i found it really cool is like some of those old opal mines towns have you ever heard of yes those? Uh, yeah or basically it's well gold all and all that too yeah. or underwater sorry underground so like people's houses are underground mm-hmm. churches are underground mm-hmm. they're all carved it gets hot these. there that's for sure that's part of it outback. and two is just because it's a mining town so they had all these yeah like places but i think honestly if it come down to it i'd probably be joining you guys with new zealand i i just want to see those opal towns i feel like that'd be really cool yeah. all right i guess we're all new zealand boys hey. okay so let's do africa next i was gonna say let's do africa without egypt okay yeah, just because I feel like we'd all be like, well, let's kind of go look at the pyramids and go <laughs> yeah, out there. I would go to Egypt so, so I would say let, let, let's cut out Egypt from that um, mm. possibility and just kind of change it up. <sighs> Dang. I'm trying to think. Hmm. I'm getting ready to give you shocking news. Oh. About what? Africa. Go ahead. I, <laughs> I mean... I think the easy choice would be South Africa. I was going to say South but Africa, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I would want to go somewhere a little more, like, random. like Sudan? Like Zimbabwe or something. I think I know right. what this fact is. Do what? Madagascar. It's not a bad shout. What? Madagascar. Oh, there you yeah. go. I think I'd go, like, just random, like, somewhere like Zimbabwe or something. Like, just kind of, I guess... More in the boondocks of Africa, like I, honestly, I just, you know, what I mean, just yeah. but I want to be able to just kind of be out in it, just yeah, out in the wilderness. And I mean, I mean if I went South Africa, it, it's one of I think it is the largest country in Africa, or it's one of them, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. It, it's I mean, been it, a few it has a lot of variety when it comes to yeah. geological aspects. But what, I guess what what would you say, Brian? So we got a Madagascar, Zimbabwe. Okay, and what what did you think that the news I was going? There's more pyramids in Sudan than there are in Egypt. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> he he does know me well and stuff for that part of it. Well, I just I, said that last. Well, we talked about it last week, but but he well he mentioned Sudan, and I was yeah, like, I know. Hmm. <laughs> okay, what's your fact? Well, believe it or not, I have family that's from Angola, Africa. Oh, really? Yes. How do you know? Well, because um, I, I'm shockingly kind of in a roundabout way, I'm related to royalty from Angola. 
Africa. Did, the king. Did, did, did the a king, prince email you and ask for your credit card information actually, from Nigeria? No, <laughs> I, I'm bre- best friends with the prince. You got scammed. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's the old Nigerian prince. Absolutely. Yeah. No, 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 no. What when I was in Muncie? Okay, believe it or not, in Muncie. In Muncie at Ball State, as a student, and um, I became acquainted with uh, through another mutual friend, the prince from Angola, Africa. Uh, him and I became very, very, very good friends, and his uh, his father was basically his grandfather was the king of Angola. I don't know what his name is. Mm-hmm. Well. He's a Shimbanda. That's their last name. I, I don't know well, any more information than that. But his father was basically the governor of Angola pre, uh, been like in the 1970s as, as much as I can f- kind of figure out because I didn't actually meet Anibal until it would have been like the late uh, – 1987 88 somewhere around in there Mm -hmm. when i was at school and uh so his dad was the governor there um his family uh finally got uh kicked out of the country because the communist rule took over Mm. um this would have been like in the 70s early 80s um and then so they got kicked out him and his family his mother and he had four brothers and sisters, actually three brothers and a sister, and uh, they moved to. Um, they had to move to Portugal, and they lived in Portugal for about three or four years. The father, the governor, ended up coming to Ball State. He had actually got his education. It was like um, he got like a master's degree in computer in the computers at the time or whatever. And so, yeah, we got to, you know, I thought he was bullshitting me too until I got to talk to his dad. And once you talk to his dad, you would absolutely know that he was not BSing you at all and everything. Because wow. he had a certain, I don't know, presidential presence about him. Now, he was just a regular guy here. But still, yet yeah, when he talked, yeah. you could tell that he was he used demand, to being listened to always. Yeah. Yes. You could just tell by the way he talked. Right. And so it was very interesting. So I wasn't expecting that at all. So through him, uh, him and I have determined that we will always be brothers. So I'm like um, his adopted <laughs> brother. So that is my uh, tie to okay. Angola. I, I was like... Where does he go with this? Okay. Exactly. So, so all right. So, verbal yes. relation. <laughs> right. so, like, yeah, we got blood work done. No, yeah. no, 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 like, no. Did you do 23 and me? No, 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 no. Like, wow, that's impressive. No, no. Like, mine was boring. I mean, I may have some some African in I me don't. somewhere, but I, 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 I don't know. I am 100% European. Yeah, I'm going to say, actually, when I, when I said that, that's true. When I did my DNA, I was Eastern European, and it was like... Ninety nine point eight percent or something crazy. I'm like, I'm like I know, basically strong. split. You could almost split me twenty 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 between England, France, Germany, and yeah, I was at English. Uh, I was German. I'm missing one. 
And we found out my wife was Russian. Oh yeah. At yeah, that time, that. we yeah. did not know that, but yeah, she well, had a very, very. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm strong, a little Russian too, actually. Strong. It's, well, we always knew that she was uh, like she had German in her and uh, like Irish or Dutch or something along those lines. Yeah. It was another one. I remember. She always I remember we did that when I was like younger. We did really? all our blood work. And stuff. Yeah, I just did my twenty three meal. I, t- like I two totally forget. So. Yeah. Well, you you were here. I, I did it. Yeah. Last year, actually. Yeah, I remember. So, okay. Well, I think th- this popped in my head when we were talking. So, we're still going through our continents. We got, oh, we okay. Got so, we got Africa done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would almost say let's do, like, mi- Middle East as, as a option as well. Like, if you had to pick a country in the Middle East when it comes to, like, that or, like, even going up to, like, southern Russia up there. Like, basically, just in the middle of the map because... When people think Asia, I never think of those places half the time. So I thought we could do something along those lines. If there, there was just pl- a place that you would think it would be interesting to visit and actually see. Well, I mean, just because it was right off the top of my head. I don't know the name of the city, but it's got the tallest building in the entire world. Abu Dhabi? And, yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, what 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 country is that in? AUE. Uh, um, United. No, sorry. Arabic. A- United Arab. Emirates, yeah, yeah I yeah, think I it don't is. Know. Yeah, yeah, United Air- Arab, Air- Arab Air- Emirates. Air- yeah, whatever. What he said. UAE. UAE. Yes, United Arab. <laughs> I, I, I had it backwards. The right letters. Well, right. I, as you said, I was. And then I That's why I was confused. I was like, wait, what is? This? <laughs> I was like, I think I got my letters. Just mixed because up. of that. Yeah. Just because it's a great big city out in the middle, of freaking BFE. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I, 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 yeah, that, that would definitely be somewhere. With the, the, with the biggest yeah. damn building in the entire world. I was going to say. That like, they have the two like, elevators in it I because be it won't go all go the way like, up. Afghanistan or Pakistan would be pretty cool to see. Because hmm. I've watched like uh, Yes Theories videos on it and they've spent time there. And it's like, if you actually go to certain places where it's not a little rougher, There's the, the culture there is very, very cool. And... Uh, the people there are honestly very, very great. And I'm like, so something that you don't hear a lot about. That's why it's so cool to see those videos is kind of get the inside of these countries that basically no Americans really travel to and right. to really see the history, see the That's people true. To, to actually get a real understanding for the place more than what we just see on the news. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it was really cool to see those and it kind of opened my eyes to it a little bit. And the funny thing though, that you brought up Abu Dhabi and all that stuff. I was going to ask if you had to pick an actual city that you wanted to visit in the world, what would you pick? Me personally, I probably would have picked Abu Dhabi or like Tokyo. If I had to just Tokyo, pick one city, city to go visit, it would probably be between those two. But yeah, so I, that's why I'd probably say like like a Afghanistan or something is to kind of see the culture, actually feel the culture, actually see it. Yeah, Afghanistan actually would be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, so so I mean we we only got basically one continent left because North America don't really count. Antarctica is kind of out of the picture. There's only one <laughs> one country, quote unquote, when we come to continents. South America. What out of all the South American Peru. countries? I'm going to Peru. Yeah. I, I, for uh, no doubt, yeah, I, I was gonna say Peru too. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I had a feeling that's where it was gonna yeah. lead. Uh, I was gonna say Peru because now, I want to see Machu Picchu. I, I but I've also heard like Lima's an amazing city. Just, uh, you got like just, the dunes. There, there's a lot you can do. 
the yeah. Aztecs yeah. and all that too. Like, That's Inca. Oh. Aztecs, Mexico. Yeah. Pulling out my social studies card That's on you. True. <laughs> Actually, that is true. Yeah, yeah were, I got you. I swear there was something else too. Was I that. think you're thinking of the Olmecs. Is that, Olmecs, that one? Yeah, maybe, I think yeah. that one's more. I thought it was that'd like, be like Venezuela. I think something like that. Actually. It's like I thought it was. A I'm not sure. Those I'll were the ones that built too. the giant heads. Yeah, the yeah. Giant head statues, and that some people are like, there might be some lost. I know there's here so many tribes in South America. If you look at the. The heads, they show, some people would say they show more Excuse African me. characteristics or even Polynesian. Right. So they think that there's yes. a chance yes, that yes. other people at one point had settled in that area. I think that, I think they were leaning more Polynesia, honestly. Because I do, too. That's what I heard, sellers, too. Or, sa- sellers? Sailor, sailors? Sailors. <laughs> sailors and sellers. But, Close so... Enough. I mean, we've all seen Moana. They're pretty good at the ocean stuff, you know? So, I mean, it it would make sense that, like, even Easter Island, the history of that, like, that used to be a a thriving island, and humans came through and just cut down every tree and left it. And it is crazy when you think about, like, the Eastern Island heads. There's a whole body to that statue. Yes, you're just seeing the head of it. Yeah, I didn't know that for a long time. And well, they, they, I don't they think they know. knew it until they, <laughs> they started. Realize, hey, let's like, dig oh, wait, this. Wait this. Oh, wow, it's still going. <laughs> yeah, it just and keeps stuff. digging. Well, and you know that's funny that you would say that because you know there is a, a myth that's going about about that in a lot of the places where they built monoliths, um, the heads for the Easter Island, okay. that these were all done by extraordinarily large people it was not uh, what we would consider giants and you know what that in every culture during um, those ancient times all talk about that these yes that these great big giant men came and built all these uh even up into um the one in london or not in london but in england um oh yeah uh, stonehenge stonehenge and stuff I that think be I don't know if there was. I, I don't know about the pyramids, old, but yeah, other places. I would for believe sure. that there's at least a, a human species that we haven't actually found that was naturally massive compared to us. Well, they found a, not. This is something relatively recent within the last six months. They found skeletons up in Alaska of like a whole village. Uh, people who lived that were over, they were between eight and nine feet tall, and they actually have the skeletons for them. Honestly, really? that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Jeez. So, that, I mean, that's the thing. It's part of the reason why today, like, the average height is 5'10". If you go back 150 is that the years. average? Yeah, that's the average height. The well, average five, penis seven. is five inches. So just everybody get their tongue straight we are above average okay boys well i don't know about brian <laughs> brian's old. well i'm not 510 yeah. but yeah, yeah. But that, that's like that's five, the, that's the us average a global average might be closer to 6 but i think that's also going on male maybe that's only males i have that to take is a, male. that, that, i think okay. that is males okay. i have to take no, a average. short break i'll be right back okay, okay. restroom Sorry. oh that, that's fine we, we can wait real quick we're back i have no idea where we left off honestly uh, we took a little countries, break. countries, uh, so, but we decided on Peru. That I think that was it. Yeah, we were talking about oh the Giants thing. Yeah, that's what we were on. Yep. 
I do think because I mean, just recently, what there's now four human species that or four humanoid species that would have been alive with us at this point. What is it? It's obviously Homo sapiens. There's uh, Homo erectus, right? That's my favorite. I know Homo you like Homo erectus. The... Yeah. <laughs> the Denisovans. That's like the newest one. Um, that one was found in Russia. They literally built their genome off of one pinky bone. That's, oh, wow. that's like, it was literally like two grams of bone that they were able to figure out the DNA structure. Um, uh, almost that's, I almost said the wrong word. Um, uh, what are they called? Europe, uh, Neanderthals, right? I don't know. Yes. That, yeah, yeah. Here, yeah. I, I sure. don't know much about that. I don't know. Neanderthals. Yeah. yeah. I'm like in. I think I'm pronouncing it a little off, but that's what it is. Neanderthal. Then there's Neanderthal. There you go. Then there's another one. I'm blanking on what it is. Uh, Homeo florensis. That's what it is. And it's literally Hobbit people. Oh, you, know, that there was you Hobbit told people. me. Yeah. You yeah. Said there's straight up that. Hobbit people that there was a species on this island. So it's Noah. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> no, I I think he would be, at least off of his build, he seems more like a, uh, I'm blanking on it again. My brain just shut off. Whatever that name yeah. is. Yeah, the European one. I'm not going to say it. So, <laughs> What is it? Neanderthal. There we go. At least his build. Stocky, yeah. small, but just tough. He's not even average. He's, just... he's, he's below average for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so like, there's literally possibly this, this species that was like four foot tall. So, it, I mean, it almost makes sense between the different species. And for some reason, they think that we like just killed them all. And that's why we are we the surviving we species. Well, I don't think that's what it was at all. You know I think what? they died out. I think they were just as smart as we were in certain aspects. Like Probably. Neanderthals and other ones definitely had tools and creativity. For a long time, they were thinking they were, they were just dumb, big, human-like brutes. And mm. it's like, no, they're still like humans. And I think, if anything, they kind of interbred. And uh, Homo sapiens ended up outbreeding them. And they just got bred into us and disappeared. You know, according to the actual, uh, some information that I've read about the genome, if you looked at it like this, the genome as they supposedly thousands of years ago was this large. And then after supposedly be about the great flood or whatever, it went down to about this much. As far as DNA variety, there used to be supposedly much more variety. Oh, well, that, that would make sense. No, that, mm-hmm. that would and actually so, make sense. Um, I mean, because, I mean, if you t- knock out all those other species, yeah, that, yes. that lowers the gene pool yeah. massively. Yeah. Uh, well, possibility, because I mean, and, it's like dog breeds. Yeah. Like we're thinking about humans. They can all interbreed. It doesn't matter. They're all dogs. So it's like, just like us, we're all humans. We can all mix breed when it comes down to it now like so, i have more neanderthal like i have like over two percent i'm i'm i have a higher majority and that shows because i also have a high european heritage and there was a large neanderthal population in europe you know are you neanderthal do you know probably if i you're don't have european so. I, you I, know, know. I have no idea we'll find out let me swab that or get your spit. That's well. next episode. Game. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, just I am not giving up none of my DNA for nobody. No, I'm not doing it. Oh, You'll man. just have to check my records at 23andMe or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's where know. mine are. 
They know. They're, they're going to use it for testing. It's all right. Okay, so I have, I have a one. question for you. <laughs> so all you guys have certainly heard of the story about Noah, right? And the mm-hmm. ark, well, yeah. right? Yeah, 100%. Did, and so Noah basically had, mm-hmm. as far as the original story that I heard, okay. there was... A, he had all the animals, right? Mm-hmm. And two of of, of all the Every different time. types of animals. Yep. Originally, one of the stories that I heard was that there was only maybe seven people that was on the ark, and it was yes. his relatives or yep. whatever. Yeah, th- seven seems right. His yeah, four, was, uh, four sons, his was, wife. It was Noah, his wife, his three sons, and three sons. then there were three wives. So eight. They all had. Oh yeah, they did they have. All had wives. Yeah, yeah, they did. I'm thinking of the movie on accident. Well, and see, okay. So <laughs> I was thinking of the the newer movie for some reason yeah. that popped into my head. Supposedly, but, what I heard in, in in a story that I heard last night, that besides all the animals and his family, that there was actually more people than that. I mean, and if you hmm. think about it, they if if there was. If you tried to eliminate most of the human race, right, there would have to be more variety than just seven. Plus, they're all seven of the same family, except for what uh, Noah's wife, but all the other other wives. Well, and the other wives. (laughs) And we don't know what race those wives would be. That's true. true. That's true. And and the thing is, is we, we also think that there could have been one survivor. And that's the thing. If we take it for. A total historical fact, which it, it could is not fact. Be. We, we don't know. Like it, <laughs> yeah, we don't know. I don't. It, it, is, I mean, it, it depends on if you take the Bible in a literal sense. He could have literally been the last man on Earth. Maybe because of all the other flood myths that there were other people around the world that were possibly also <laughs> saved or survived. I, it, it's hard to tell. Like it, that's the thing. Would it have possibly been a clean sweep, or was this actually? Maybe not necessarily. It could have had some biblical impl- implications where Noah was a person, there right. was a flood, but other people around the world did possibly survive. Well, the in the scenario that they said last night. Because he was and, a chosen person. But no, mean now that see he that. He was the only one that lived. Well, but. Okay, so I'm just going to go by what the story said last night. Because okay. I had never heard this vi- this. Like this version? version of it before. Okay. So supposedly on the Ark itself, there was a couple hundred people on there hmm. and stuff as to, if you think about it, that would probably give you enough variety that you would be able to, you know, basically start a different race out of the, those 200 people and stuff from that, whether that be said or not. Supposedly from what the story said last night, you know, it was Noah who received the information from God mm-hmm. about all of the, uh, how to build the yeah, ark and yeah. all that. Believe it or not, in the story last night, they were saying that his father, Enoch, was the yeah. one who originally, God had told him of what the impending what flood. Yes. What the impending, I, I right. had never, ever heard that before. I, I'm and guessing so, what you watched was actually over the book of Enoch. It, it's a, it's, yes. it's a book that's they, not in the they Bible. They started talking about yeah. that. And yes, the it book was, of Enoch. It was removed. There, and yes, that the stories are just a little bit different yep. and stuff with, with what, what they, they say. The Enoch everything. book is also the part of the Bible where it does mention, talk about, Giants and a bunch of the Nephilim and and like uh, 
the fallen angels breeding with humans. Right. Like basically what ca- helped cause the fall of man for the flood to come. It's I think it's in the Ethiopian Bible. It's but it's not yeah, anything else. Well, I, I it, it was one of those books that just it didn't is. get. I cannot remember. In. I they showed they actually showed it but last then, night. But also, I, cannot I think remember. I've also heard that some uh, th- uh, theological scholars don't believe that as something that was actually initially a part of some of the stories. And well, uh, written after what they did last night that they stuff. thought that this added more proof to the story of Enoch was that. Okay, supposedly God had given him the information beforehand. Okay. He had told every, had been telling everyone, hey, in so many years, 50 years from now or whatever, we're going to have a great flood and it's going to take all humankind out. So part of the part that they thought kind of reinforced that version of it was they found cities that had been there that were a great big, huge complexes close to where supposedly that area was i i can't remember exactly what country they based it out of whether mm-hmm. it was iraq or it w- yeah it would have been somewhere yeah somewhere out area. in, yeah, in that area <clears throat> but what they found was that they had great big metropolises and they found they found them by accident mm-hmm. when when they realized that the people who had actually lived there they buried it knowing that the flood was going to come that way it would be preserved because during the flood it would be all have gotten destroyed mm-hmm. so they buried it for people to find it later on like we have now and so when they would that be a part of Gobekli Tepe was this the same thing you were Keturah watching oh of the I think it, not Katura. Because Gobekli Tepe is at this point they believe was purposefully buried, but they don't know why. Well, and so was the sister place, the yeah. Kara or whatever. That I think Katura. I can't remember. It starts with a it, K. That that that's, is the thing. I that's think my bad. For me, at least with my biblical point of view, I think there's a combination of science and biblical history that kind of overlap. I think that's one of the better ways to look at it. I don't think you could take either one for its full facets because there is a lot of truth, I think, in the Bible and actual history that was jotted sure. down. Absolutely. So I think when it comes down to like something like the flood, especially talking about like Graham Hancock's theory and stuff along those lines, I think there was some crazy catastrophe that set humans back. Oh, even archeolo- yeah. even yeah. archaeologically speaking, they proven. can tell that yeah. there's a, f- bit of a massive a- as flood. As for Noah being necessarily the only living survivor, I don't know if that's possible. Now, was he possibly communicated by God to be prepared for the flood to actually help bring back a better state of humanity? I think that could definitely be true, but that th- I think that there, because I mean, there's stories of the flood and some survivor in cultures all around the world. There had to so be it, someone yeah, who so survived. There had, there had Here to be we someone are. Someone to, to also bring those stories. Otherwise, if there's only one survivor, there would only be the story of Noah. You know, if you know what I mean, like if there's other stories of survivors in all these other cultures, literally on the other side of the planet, that's obviously not the same story as Noah. There has to be some other version of survivors right. from some cataclysm. Yeah, or, and see, as that, they were that, talking, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, even or, though they were talking about civilizations <laughs> back at that time, it was all over the world. All of them, all have said that there, there has been documents like from all of hundred plus. Yes, all over the world flood, of that there has been a, the great flood. So well, that's, that's, yeah, that's so like going that's back happened. to the Bible because it's. The Old Testament to the New Testament. 
and there's that huge gap that nobody knows basically what happened between that time yeah. because it's hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah, at least yeah. when it comes yeah. to by yeah, um, we could go back another. So that's what I mean. Like we don't really know, but what I believe is is just Noah and his family. That's who was all on the ark because God gave him just like a basically timeline and. Mm-hmm. But I mean, God even said that uh, mankind is sinning and he needs to wipe out the rest of the mankind. So if right. he brought on it, people that are sinning, then there's no point of even flooding in True. my in my mind. But, uh, that also, though, I feel like in that sense is saying that I, I doubt that there's out of that, that's like saying today there's some bad parts about humanity, but that's not everybody. You know, what I mean, so it's like. To say that he picked one person, the only reason why I think he might have picked one person is because of like. Oh wait, I'm, oh man, I, I'm I think I'm mixing up some of my Bible history now, because Noah was before Abraham, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what I was about to say doesn't make any sense then. I actually I actually flipped some stuff around when it came to the timeline. Yeah. Okay, so re- my rebuttal there doesn't make sense, but I I guess I don't know because I, not saying it's not possible, but. It, the part where there's all these, all these stories that obviously have similarities but are so different in so many cultures and so many different remote parts around the world. Not saying that obviously the story of Noah is false. I think there is true facets to it, and it, it could be definitely. And spiritual. supposedly they found Noah's Ark. Yeah, it, out, like there's yeah. There, there is a lot of evidence pointing towards it, but maybe because he thought he was the chosen line, choosing before Abraham, and he was the chosen person that he was focusing on. There could have been other people, but he was like, I want this person in particular to make sure he survives. I'm going to tell him. Because just because there could have been possibly survivors <clears throat> elsewhere around the world, they could have just got lucky. You know yes. what I mean? Like they, they, they lived at just, the top of a mountain. <clears throat> or they happened Basically. to be on a boat when shit, yeah, it's just, some stuff you know, went down. It's like, just the it's, thing. It's just because well, it was 47 days and 47 nights. So it's yeah. just like up in the air. You don't know. It, it, it is. And, it, and I think that's the thing when it comes to theological stuff and even questions of the universe and certain things we won't know we won't know until possibly we're dead and we find out it's real and we get some answers or we just never will even you know even afterwards even if there's an afterlife and all this we might we still might not necessarily know that information like who knows even if we show up in heaven they might not be like by the way this is the actual tutorial that was sent this is the real script of like what happened just to fill you in like that might not even necessarily be a thing Right. Um, so I, I think there's just stuff that we can never know for certain, and and that's why it's well, like you got to find your own belief. Let's with th- let's look at it a different way. Let's take away the religious part of it. Okay. And the the humanity part of it. Gotcha. What has to happen that a flood so catastrophic would flood the entire earth? What what would cause that? I mean. Not uh, uh, supposedly. I mean, this was done by God, but well, so that I mean, if you can kind of wrap your head around, okay, so did that meant that within forty-seven days, the all both the polar ice caps melted, and that was the only way that you know you just the water would rise that much water level. Because think about this: if it rained for forty-seven days and it rained enough that it flooded all just flooded the land mm-hmm. and we're just saying all it has to do is be you know most of the land to be under uh 10 feet because a person couldn't survive in 10 feet of water or whatever yeah. as such so i mean 
what I mean, what in the world? How how I mean, how much would it really truly have to rain for you to flood the entire earth in that vastness? It's like when we say that, it's like, who who knows? It doesn't necessarily mean that, let's say, the Himalayas (coughs) were enveloped, but at the same time, nobody's living on the top of the Himalayas, you know? So it's like most people in that situation would have probably lived on the coast anyways. So it could have been a massive flood and not have necessarily meant that the entire earth just became a ball of water. You know, so it could be something where it's like, basically, because who, who's going to choose at that point when life's already so hard to live in the absolute middle of nowhere in the mountains? People do now because there's convenience and you can. Right. But imagine back there, you're trying to survive. You're making survival, it more survival, difficult to, right. survive. to survive if you're living in those harsher convi- like environments. So the likelihood of people living in a more low-laying place would make sense. But you know what? The Inuits in, in Alaska have lived in that environment their True, entire lives. The mountains, necessarily. No, but the fact that they could live in that harshness oh, yeah, that, well, and yeah, stuff that's and thrive in that harshness and, and things. But even they live on the coast because they hunt fish right. and seals yes, and, absolutely. and stuff along yeah. those lines. So, I don't know. I, I think it's very interesting. That's why it's like when people talk about like, oh, well, the Big Bang isn't doesn't prove God's not real. It's like, God, what if the Big Bang was God speaking creation into existence? That was his. That was him. What if a What if a day when they say the world was built in six days? What does it? The day doesn't have to be twenty four hours for God. Like it right. could be a, like millions of years. Like we we don't know. Right. I think it's it's very hard, and I don't think it's ever going to be as simple as putting two puzzle pieces well, I mean, together. That's- that's right. going back to like the very beginning. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, like, because there was no days in the very first day. Yeah, it's like and that's right. the thing. We're we're talking about an omnipotent father that created everything. Right. Like a day for him is not the same as our minuscule existence. Oh, just like right. what we know. Yeah. To be a day. Yeah. It's like time is a human construct. It literally is. Right. So it's like when we say that, I think it's just a way to make it in uh, written in a more conceivable fashion I, I think that was part of the ancient like biblical writers was trying to bring history and story and and the story of creation into something that's understandable too uh, as, as far as they were aware of so it's like i mean could it have been the big bang yeah it really could have been but it still could have been god that caused something like that to happen right. that, that, i think that's something people like don't realize like when they say it rained for 40 days and 40 nights I'd say there wasn't rain, but was it just rain? Could it have exactly. been something like um, Graham Hancock stuff? Did God cause comet impacts to hit the the ice caps that then melted and caused even the sea levels to rise very I'm quickly? Pretty, on top of that, you know, like you, you, you put like all this, this, all of it together. Yeah, I feel like there's some different uh, wording in the Bible, you know, different. Uh, and it, it does depend I, on the Bible because, you read. Yeah, That's because very true. I think it says rain, and then also it does say just God raises the water level. Yeah, it's so, something like, there, I'm there, not. There's multiple hundred percent sure exactly it. what it worded. But, but. Yeah, no, I mean he's right. So I mean, when you think about even let's say you watch, which you haven't fully watched, but like you know the Graham Hancock story. Yeah, literally within weeks to days, if we go back to that cataclysm, and let's say this is the one that's considered to be the biblical flood. Right. And the one from all these stories, if comets, not comets, but asteroids hit the ice caps, you got two miles of frozen water melting where you literally might have rivers that are five, six hundred feet high and right. miles across of 
trillions of gallons of water rushing mm-hmm. across landscapes and raising the global like sea level by 400 feet in a, a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you do that, if you actually go down 400 feet, the amount of land that would have been at that level where possibly a lot of the human populace at the time could have been living all went underwater. And so it's like yeah. where, where, where we live now on the coastline was not originally the coastline. So like that's I said, true. Like if Absolutely. people were living on the coast, like we still do today, and there was a flood didn't have to necessarily envelop the entire world to take and, out. And you know what? I guess if you, you make a really good valid point. I mean, so if you, for one thing you have to look at, we don't know for sure, but no. we know that there was not billions of people no, living on yeah, the earth yeah, exactly. back then. Yeah. We, and so, like you said, now, even though we have the diversity of having people just about stuck everywhere on the planet and stuff, they probably, yeah, if there was they a cataclysm. Why, why this... would they have lived on the mountain? There wouldn't yeah. have been this, and it would have made it much more difficult on them also. So. Even then, it's like, imagine if something like that today happened. Let's just say the exact same thing. All of a sudden, very quickly, flash flooding, temperature change the sea level rises another 300 feet. Right. Even then, even though people are so spread out, our population would go from 8 billion probably to a couple hundred million. Right. If that. And it's like even then, that couple hundred million will be so spread out, and that's just like in an instant, Mm -hmm. let alone a decade later, more people will probably die off because of violence, disease, no medicine, all this other stuff. So it's like if you go off the initial cataclysm, population just possibly got halved plus right if you go another 10 to 50 years later it might still drop another 50 60 percent more right. where it's like it, it completely reset humanity right and i mean because just off that even a solar flare it's like if we didn't have technology to deal with medical problems guess what people aren't going to be living to 70 no more like we're not right. going to be taking right. blood thinners uh to help with heart attacks if you have a heart attack at 50 you, you might just be done and that's it and if you survive the first one Cross your fingers, you don't got another one don't coming up. Attack, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I think it, it's definitely a compli- very, very complicated subject when you, you think about it scientifically or theologically. Right. But it, it's it, it's always a fun thought experiment. It, it is, and that's why I think I like Graham Hancock stuff because it it also talks about history, the possibility of history that we weren't ever talked about in school when it right. comes to things. And that's kind of disappointing for me, honestly. I mean, um, I don't know. See, I've always had a an interest in, um, oh, uh, the alien theory that, you know, that certainly we weren't the first people um, possibly here or whatever. And um, it, it brings into some really complex scenarios, you know, of things that, could possibly you know um people uh, religiously will say well you know there is but only one god or whatever when truly that god was probably an alien or he was not of this world and so being of not this world then technically he would be an alien and if you came to the people that were here at that time and they had, he had the technology that uh, is far beyond what we have now, even now, um, they, he would be considered a God. And 
even as God would come back tomorrow, we would still consider him a God because their technology is so much more advanced. But we have much more, I guess, ways of communicating uh, our history, you know, hopefully in the in the future and stuff. You know, think about this. Maybe that maybe that whole maybe bef- the the people who lived here before that time of the great flood maybe they were technology bound. Who I mean, knows? Uh, I mean, maybe they had everything that maybe we had, but would possibly. a flood or whatever have destroyed every single remnant of every microphone, telephone, doorknobs i think you'd be surprised because like i said most of it would be in the oceans the ocean disintegrates history disappears in the oceans well the salt and all that yeah would i'm sure i mean even even on land there's been theories talking about like how quickly a a city a modern city today would basically fall apart yes like and if you go far enough into the future literally everything is gone and it's new like it just becomes soil like that that's like very long term i don't know i guess with the the alien thing i that's the thing i i don't not believe in aliens i think that the universe is vast enough that that's almost guaranteed that there's probably something else right but i i just don't think that the alien version of history where like they seeded us or humankind uh or god is an alien i don't know that one i yeah i I find that hard to believe because i feel like if there just, was something that integral in the development of humankind, I think we would see them today. It's just, and I think that most, what if is, anything, that most of the things we see now that are possible UFOs, I think the most likely answer that would make the most sense, especially now with disclosure, I find it more not disheartening, but harder to believe when the government says they believe in aliens saying it's aliens and they don't know because i feel like that becomes more of a psyop whenever they start agreeing that's where it's like "Mm, i don't know i think you guys are trying to cover something else up i think a lot of the stuff we see today probably is just military tech that's very advanced a very advanced drone systems that most people don't know about people catch sight of them and they think it's whatever that they're just not going to bring up i think if they're i think there is aliens and if they were sending anything it would also probably be something similar to a drone system i I don't know like it's just it's just like that one thing about just us humans thinking of what a word means. So, like, what do you mean, like, when you say God is an alien? Like, what do you describe an yeah. alien as? Yeah, it's true. And there, there is, true too. There is yeah. complexity to it. it right. and, like, word is complicated. Yeah. Like, that's it throughout history. So, it's like, there could be something to that. And who knows? I mean, like, that's maybe, the same thing as, like, yeah. what do you think a God is? What do you think right. a man is? I'm I guess saying. the thing. I, like, right. when some people, especially some, let's say, very feminist atheist would come up and be like, you think God's man, it's not a woman. I don't necessarily think of a guy sitting up on a cloud that's white. I don't think he's white. I don't think, I don't even know if God himself is a physical being or manifestation. I think think it's more of a, there's a feeling and the reason it's called a father is because I think more of almost like a father's love, like that's part of it. It's a metaphor. It's it's a fatherly relationship That's what the Bible says. It's the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I think it's more it's not a physical person. It's not a dude mm-hmm. up there with a dick. I think right. I think it's more of that fatherly personality of caring, love, teaching that thing that is more of a, I guess, technically a male. You know, is it? I uh, st- stereotype, I guess, would be the right word. I don't know. But you, just, you get what yeah, I'm, yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. That's just the same thing. Yeah. Like... What really bothers me is think about this, that society has to 
somehow make it a male or female or that it has to be um, even a physical being because honestly, if it has, uh, if it, it has the capability of making it an entire world, I mean, what type of being would that be? I mean, that's not something that's unfathomable no, to yeah. any of us. I, I think that's why it's stuff. so complex. We literally can't construct it, and we got to put it into something that, that we, we can, can understand. understand. Yeah, exactly. And you that's know. one of the easiest ways to put it, I guess. And that's just what our mind, for some reason, thinks of. Right. Because it's easier to understand. I think that's also why even the versions and pictures and depictions that Jesus ended up becoming white is also because – it was easier for European Christians to relate to a Absolutely. him as a, our, our God, our Savior, because he looks more like me. Right. He, he has blonde hair, or not blonde right. hair necessarily, but he has blue eyes, and he's his pigment and looks like white mine, skin. and all this stuff. Where in all reality, that. if you think of history, he was most definitely. Not as pale as I was. No, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, not. we're, ta- we're I talking agree about Israel. Mm-hmm. We're talking about those places. Right. No, it, it probably looked very Arabic. Like, right. 100%. So he at least had much, much, much darker skin for sure. Oh, probably. For sure. Yeah. And stuff. And yeah, I mean, you know, that's just. Uh, well, uh, I'm sorry. I no, go right ahead. Oh, I mean, that's just like going back to. I mean, that's like with being people being like Jewish because mm-hmm. technically Jesus. Was Jewish. Jesus was Jewish. Jewish. He was Jewish. Right. And his mom that gave birth to him and his dad, I guess, Joseph. Yeah, Joseph, yeah. But they both were jurors. Yeah. So, I mean, going back, just like where history puts Christianity wasn't a thing until over 100 years after he died. Right. Exactly. He was not Christian. That's where it's like, I also hate that there is so much conflict between Christians, Jews, Mm -hmm. and Muslims because... In the end, we follow the same creator. It's all the same books. You just believe it slightly different. That's exactly. that's the bad thing. And and I'll be honest, I didn't know the differences between Muslim and, and Christianity for a long time. I didn't realize that they saw Jesus as a prophet. Mm-hmm. But then right. also it is kind of weird when you come up with Muslim-Christian debates. It's like, okay, well, Muhammad didn't know Jesus. He came 500 years after him. How could he possibly have a say in believing if christian was a prophet or an actual god like god right. in human form it's like he wouldn't know it was right. 500 years uh, 500 years ago how would i know anything like right. that's further back than george washington like, and they had less technology to know yeah you know, information scientifically yeah. yes to be able to to, to come up with so it's like what would he have known idea. and not saying muhammad possibly wasn't a prophet but at the same time I mean, it's just it, it gets real complicated it's like okay but what about the teachings of people that actually saw jesus lived with jesus had writings about jesus why would you say that all all that stuff was falsehood and then create your own thing like mm. like i didn't know for a long time that islam was younger than christianity i didn't realize that for a while i i think i knew that they were always at, at one another's throats but i never knew necessarily that they came after so it's like yeah. when you learn all that it's like yeah, we're basically in a way, three in the same, but there's so much conflict between us, and it doesn't make any sense. And you know what? I totally agree with that. It, it, it is extraordinarily sad for our race for those things. Yes. Because whether you're any of those religions, you know the difference between good and bad. And basically, the teachings are just so a a, a simple a guideline, a simple a, guideline a for you to you know the what what should be 
considered the norm for a person to to, to act like yes. or whatever, T- and that and that's yeah. a very poor way of saying it. I, I apologize. <laughs> no, I but yeah, mean, I mean, yeah. Well, very that's much like so. sorry to keep quoting the Bible, but it's like kind of like what the Bible is saying is, as Christians, we're supposed to be following Jesus' first steps, and a lot of people think that Jesus actually like like when he was back on earth he was just like really caregiving shall i say yeah but in all reality he was just just facts like he would say i don't know how to even put it really but like just straight to the point like you need to do this if you want to do this like he wanted like just let's just say he wanted to just burn a whole village down if somebody just freaking had i don't yeah. know I think that's the thing a lot of people that don't study the Bible don't understand the also differences between the Old Testament and the New Testament. It almost shows growth in some form and Mm -hmm. a personality of God. Like I was listening to a podcast this morning with um, Tony Robbins talking to uh, George Shenko, Mm -hmm. and they were talking about this. And he's like, yeah, my son was definitely more on the form of of hellfire Christian and being like, this is why we're going to burn in hell for this and all, all this stuff. And in a way, that was sort, sort of how I was raised in certain aspects. And it honestly put me off of Christianity a little bit. And and then you, you realize that, like, no, like, the whole point of Jesus coming back is you almost see a difference where God realizes, like, this isn't the right way. We, we need to teach people to love. Mm-hmm. Love is love is the, 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 the answer. Main. It, it, it yes. is the construct of how we should hopefully live our lives to one another. It's Give basically the chance. Bible is where the golden rule practically came from. Yeah. Like, right. it's, it's along those lines where it's like you see that change from a more angry, jealous God and the Old Testament to a loving, caring, mm-hmm. um, just that, that, that kind of form of, of the father figure more right. uh, of like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try teaching you and leading you down the proper path. Like, like that kind of, yeah, that's like going back to like modern culture right now. Like just say with all the gays and all the LGBTQ and all that, just like, I mean, of course I'm going to accept them as a brother and sister, but that doesn't mean I'm going to just like, be okay with it i mean i'm going to say like fine you can do that but i'm not saying it's going to be right you know yeah i I, and i think that though is the part of free will and even people will be like well why do and i I wasn't necessarily expecting us to get on a religious topic necessarily during this podcast but i'm kind of down for it either um like when people are like well if god's so great why do babies die at birth why do babies get cancer like what 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 is all this about and I think if you look at it, and I've heard some people talk, and they're like, well, if you really want to get down to it and you go by the Bible, part of the reason why there is human suffering is because of the initial failures of Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. We left the garden. We, we, He allowed us to use our free will to dispatch ourselves away from God to do our own thing. And because of that, we deal with disease, death, and and all this other thing. So, you know, now this is, I'm going to take a big step into a, a different direction. Okay. <laughs> if that, if what you just said was true by that right there, and that it was Satan that came into the Garden of Eden okay. and tempted, okay. uh, tempted him with the fruit or whatever. So basically, you know, Satan is always uh, portrayed as, a, a bad person, even though it says in the Bible that, you know, um, he was 
God's favorite angel, favorite was angel, an angel or yeah, whatever right, yeah. and stuff. So if if he went okay, so Satan went against God's will, mm-hmm. but he gave human beings the chance of free will. Okay, so it would be just like, and this is really a poor comparison, so excuse me. No, go for it. If you took the monarchy in um, England, and the king was an all-knowing, all, you had to follow his rules and everything. Okay. And that, and let's say that there was a group of English people who did not want to go that direction. And so um, a, a single person from that group said, you know what, if you come here, you, you could live and, and, and do things the way that you want to. You di- don't have to follow those rules or whatever and stuff. So I, I don't know. Like I said, that was going to be a really <laughs> poor one. I knew, I, mean, I knew it was. But basically what I'm trying to say is, you know, uh, Satan was portrayed as a bad person. Okay. He gave us free will. I mean, he gave mm-hmm. us the... Oh, I, I would guess, say he gave us free will. Though. Well, I'm yeah. just saying he gave us the opportunity to for us to have to make and suffer by our own consequences and decisions. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I do get what he's trying to say. Yeah, yeah I, I, like I, I, would I said, say, I knew that was Because the thing is with, way. like, the thing... Um, I guess through the, knowledge, the I, I wouldn't actual say gave, devil's that advocate. gave us free will. Yeah. I think we already had free will, and I mean, we just lived amongst so, God. All but I think, because I'm trying to think, what's the best description of the the, the apple and what it, what it kind of caused? Like temptation. it allowed us to be temptation. Temptation. Well, besides that, but I'm saying like after we they consumed the apple, like it was, it was apple basically allowed us to be almost at that point self conscious. That's why they like, covered up nakedness. Afraid. They, they did just, all this stuff. It basically allowed our brains to really fully see certain aspects of humanity, I feel like, in certain ways where we weren't necessarily supposed to know this stuff. Like well, at that point, I feel see, like we the were. the thing with um, what the Bible says is just like the Bible, God knows like what's going to happen. He knows like every hair on your head. Yeah. Right. So, like, even if he knew that Eve is going to. Get the he can't stop it. He, it's kind. Of, it's kind of like, like one of those weird. Exactly. You could almost use it as a movie metaphor when you yeah. see time travel. It's like someone knows all these possibilities. What's going to happen? They know what's going to happen at the end. They know the result, but they can't change anything because they just got to let time and history do its thing. So that's it's like God knows because He created everything. God knows how it's going to end. He knows that we're going to be a part of new creation eventually, and it's going to take this path. But He's looking at it as a bystander, allowing all of history to take place to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And did he do things and did he move chess pieces to make those things come about? Yes, because that was kind of a part of the all written story already. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. It's one of those weird time things. Like he pushed Abraham to become basically the the father of Israel. And this was the bloodline that would become the mm-hmm. new creation, become man. And it wasn't until after Jesus that it wasn't all about bloodline and where you were. You didn't have to become an Israelite. Christianity is where ethics mm-hmm. and countries and cultures became unbound by God's love, and it, it was basically opened up to everyone. We are becoming the the children of God together. It's not just one people no more. We are one people right. because we are basically in that end. We are humanity. We are God's creation. We are one. There's not divide between. Did you culture. hear that? Did you guys hear that? 
we're all we're all the same we are we that, are that's why it's so, so sad to see so yes. much violence yeah, and, and everything see, that's like going back to like everybody's like so if god is so great and he knows everything why does he let suffering happen like why does he have well does it why does he let babies get killed every day and it's just like even if he knew it's happening but he knew he knows like the end he knows the end goal so yes he's gonna he can let that happen but doesn't mean he doesn't love us yeah God loves us. So, did God set us up for failure then? I think I don't. Honestly, think. at one point, I well, think, I guess it depends on what I you your success, failure. what you would. Yeah, I, I would say it's almost He's allowing us to learn from our yes. failure, or from our mistakes as as a society, as humanity. He is allowing us to have free will, and it, we were probably a lot worse in the past, and we are still very violent, like mm-hmm. you and me have talked. History was a lot worse. 200 years ago yeah. on the, the scale of violence and treachery that was around the world. Right. It just wasn't seen. Right. I have news today. I could go on my phone right now and, and I, could, I could watch so much terrible footage of them, a thousands, within, yeah. within minutes. Right. And so I think we believe perception wise that the world's so much more violent. I think it's not, I think it is getting better. And I think part of that is the journey of all of it. Some people, depending on who you talk about when it comes to like uh, theological Christians, think that technically we are part of new creation this is the beginning the beginning of it was jesus's death this was the start and it's working its way through and we're still slowly but surely in a way ironing out the kinks because also when it first started how many were people were actually christian 25 couple hundred like like very low and it is slowly developed and grown and in in general christianity is still the number one religion uh, it's what like probably pushing two billion today. And then technically, if you go with the three big ones that all technically follow the same books and teachings, you throw Islam and Ju- Judaism, 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 Judaism. It, 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 what that number probably shoots up to three Judaism. or four billion. I mean, when you think of all of Islam mm-hmm. and stuff, so it's like it's still a lot, it's getting better. Not saying it's great, but there's still always going to be terrible people. And I think Absolutely. That, that's that's part of the will aspect is you gotta the further you put yourself from god i think the worse off and worse person you're gonna be i think that has something to do with it too like you saying like people are gonna always be terrible i mean even everybody's sinned in their life yes yeah there's no way you you haven't you're right so but what i believe is as long as you believe that god is your lord and savior or jesus is your lord and savior and then you're good i really think so that does not mean just try to sin every day and you're like no. oh god is going to do this yeah. god god loves me he's gonna no you it, have to believe it you have to follow it and i, I guess i have to ask because i actually never do this i wasn't planning on necessarily asking this on the podcast but what denomination a christian would you say you are because I, I don't know i don't know what you were raised i don't know what you consider yourself he was wasn't brought up christian at all i wasn't that, no that, I, mean, I didn't grow up in the church at all not, not early well not even I mean, uh, I, I, I was really, an adult. Really, I really want to like put a title over me. I would just I say I'm sure. just Christian. Yeah, well, yeah. I just didn't know if there was a more denominational. No, side that you I mean, I would consider myself now non-denominational. I was raised Catholic, and I think that was one of the issues that even my dad kind of implanted early on. And and I realized that I don't like Catholics is because when you do look at it, a lot of cartel members, a lot of mafia members, a lot of criminals 
fall into it's that just, category yeah. because with how the Catholic Church kind of set themselves up and marketed it was as long as you ask for forgiveness, you're good. It doesn't matter how terrible of a life you've lived. If it's at the end of your life and you say, oh, I'm Christian now and I believe in Jesus, you're saved. I think a lot of that in certain ways can be very hypocritical. I think if you actually take that upon yourself and change, actually change in your heart and your soul and repent, I think mm -hmm. you can, anybody can be saved. But I think right. some people believe it as more of a crutch. I mean, like, I'm just going to do it to check a box just in case this is true because I'll get in. I don't think it's that simple. Well, and, you know, I think also if you, you if you look at it like this, I think it has a lot to do. Every one of us is born with human spirit. And so I think what is actually being passed along is this. If you are a fruitful person that has lived a very fulfilled, happy life where your 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 existence has been very, very, very positive. It has filled you with happiness and, and all those things that your spirit is so much stronger. And okay. then once you uh, you pass away, you die, if your spirit is strong enough because you lived a very good life, not that you did everything perfect, not that, that you didn't make even uh, very drastic, a terrible mistakes you killed someone or something like that but in your heart and through your existence uh for your lifetime if you are a very good positive person who has really made their mark with people yeah um i that, think that, that is what is added to whether you supposedly uh, heaven as as such or even um your you going to a higher realm and stuff because of your spirit I, and yeah. stuff. I, mean, I, I think that's what that. really guides no, that. No one can live a perfect life. That's right. not possible. You can't be a perfect Christian. It doesn't exist. No one's perfect. Right. So, I mean, and that's the thing is people also look at Christianity and like, well, you're supposed to be a pacifist. You're not supposed to fight. You're not, the violence is a, against that. It's like Jesus literally told people to carry a fucking sword for self-defense. Like there's not an issue with See, I mean, protecting yourself, even like when in certain situations, the Last Supper, Jesus yeah. knew he was going to die. Yeah, and he right. knew he was going to die. He very sacrificed gruesomely. himself. That doesn't mean that he's telling us to be like, yeah, yeah. If someone's pulling a knife on you, just stand there and take it. Like no. that is not what he meant at all. So let me ask you this: If you could, if there today, okay, if you could do just this one day, if I could give up my life for there never to be any more human suffering or there never to be another baby that suffers or that there would be no more war. There would be no more of the uh, terrible entanglements that we have as, as a human race. If we could somewhat do a reset, push the button, a recheck rather than to take and and eliminate everyone would it would would you be willing to do that would you 100%. would you absolutely sacrifice 100%. jesus yourself for jesus everyone call, called us to be just like him be one of his disciples that's what he called us in for so and that's the thing some people would say like well wasn't jesus sacrifice supposed to fix that no he, he took away our sins he's not fixing the world by him dying Right. He, he he gave he us basically the did the reset. He, or, he did. He it, he know. literally 
and metaphorically he, and in the Bible became a sacrificial lamb, just like Old yeah. Testament. Right. You sacrificed an animal because they were supposed to absorb the uncleansed world, the, the sin. Jesus did that on a global scale. He was that lamb that took in all that death and destruction to give way for good and hope he, and God. He sacrificed himself he for us to be so we could be forgiven. Yeah. That's if there was a way for so. something like that to be, be possible, doesn't mean I, I want to die. But at the same time, if you if you told me right now my life could actually m- change existence in that 100%. way, absolutely. I'd fucking do it. Yeah. Absolutely. I would do it. Yeah, for I would sure. hug my family and it'd be done. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I absolutely see that. And, and I think that's the thing that some people don't realize is like that's Jesus's sacrifice was also a physical statement and showing how much he loves mm-hmm. us. Like yeah. there, w- it wasn't just he was delusional and said, you can kill me. I'm not going to put up a fight. He's like, no, I'm doing this even for the people that's killing me. Right. I'm doing this for the evil i'm i'm uh, allowing this to happen for purpose there, there's a reason behind this and that that was his story was to show god's love uh, mm-hmm. and that, that's right. what's fascinating about it. It, it it is it's a it's a really fun topic i i do like it it's cool to talk about religion and break stuff down because i think there's so much to it even Absolutely. if you're not religious, I think it's amazing to have. And see, even like uh, even the conversations I've had with the two of you today, it always brings a different perspective to religion for me. Uh, not that I I am a person who does believe in God; that there is a higher power for sure. And so, um, and for some reason, I think that He did know every single one of us, yes, for sure, and stuff. So. We are his hand-picked chosen few that uh, got to have an existence and stuff. So, you know, every day we should feel lucky for what we have and and that we can go out and appreciate it, for yeah, sure. Gra- gratitude absolutely. is is a lot, because you never know. For sure, you absolutely. I mean, I'm always thankful. I'm always thankful that um, I want I want the world to be a better place for my grandchildren and great grandchildren. And sadly, I, I don't think most people think about that anymore. I don't. Sometimes I don't think they think about anything, yeah. or if they are, where they're it's, thinking it's is it's the next minute. It's not the next yeah. Yeah, generation or ten years even. Right. It's it's sad, and I think I think part of that is just technology. I think part of that social media. That it's like, I think it's a lot that's accumulated to to some of these issues today, and I, I think part of it. I think we. I'm optimistic. I think I'm hopeful. I think we'll get through a lot of that kind of stuff. I think that's the thing. We're still at the beginning of this technological experiment. Like we're mm-hmm. still, even though we're a couple generations in for s- certain things, we're still at the very precipice of it as it still grows and develops. And we're still finding a lot of. Possibly. I look at it two different ways. Okay. As technology gets, comes about. It almost feels like to me that that our religious aspects and things like that get farther away, I, and I don't know why exactly. I think that I just think that. Whoa. Well, and okay. For example, when I was a little boy, I, I could I mean, go I, out. Now wait a second. Just okay, let me finish right, this right. part. <laughs> let me let me go. I used to go outside, and I would play. Okay. Yep. I was outside most of the time. 
my friends, everyone I knew was outside at that time. Mm-hmm. Every day, if, I, if I'm out and about with um, our, some of our deliveries and I'm going through neighborhoods or whatever, I don't see any children out. You don't see children out, not school, not man. even close. Well, I'm just saying I know, I know. that's just... a good point. But even <laughs> even children no, yeah. don't play the same way. And so, what worries me about computers and yeah. all the is that I think it takes us takes the human factor away from it because no. we don't get the chance to socialize and everything like we're doing right now. Because yes, because we can sit down in a room or we could sit in this room and. You know, if we were young and play with each other and play cars and our toys mm-hmm. and all that, um, slowly but surely we are we are becoming behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. You know, all this technology is is a crutch for us uh, to make our lives easier. Everything that's around us, the computers, the telephones, uh, refrigeration, you name it, the house itself, everything is for to make it easier and more convenient for us. And as technology goes on, I don't know if that is going. I think us sitting down, people sitting down in the in a room and talking, whether you are from different countries, uh, different beliefs, and all that. Sitting down face to face and us talking where I can physically touch Riley or, or you or whatever is much different uh, than us having the technology. The technology makes it easier for our lives, yeah. but it takes some of our humanity away a little, little by little I, by I mean, little I, by I little. I think there is something to that because, I mean, some studies have literally been shown like our brains process physical movements in the face faster than almost anything else in the world and there is something to the lack of communication through text message or even phone calls that you don't get and understand well, socially like, just like a uh, relationship yeah. like everybody yes. has different absolutely you know physical touch or just like text messages or just you know talking yeah. you know yeah no it it's it's challenging I think as things develop, I think eventually some of the problems that have come up now and that have been realized over the past five, six years are going to have solutions in the next 10. doesn't mean there's not going to be more challenges and issues that come up. I mean, I literally heard a quote today where someone said, if you have no problems in your life, the only like, it was like, how, how do I make it that I have no problems in my life or something along those lines? And the only people that have no problems in their life live in a cemetery. Right. If you have no problems, you're dead. Right. Life is all about having problems. If you don't have problems, you're not living. There's always going to be a problem. That's what pushes you to keep advancing. The problems are just going to move. It's just like the same thing. Is being rich and wealthy going to make my half, my, like my life happier and better? Most likely. Easier. Form, easier, but different. There's going to be different problems. It just depends there's going to be, what you do with that. Yeah, your, your problems right. are going to change. It's not going to be the same problems right. as I right. can't afford the nicer food but you're going to have other problems pop up. Right. They're just going to manifest. There's always yeah. problems. And right. I think that's one thing is people look at this and they're, they're like, there's so many issues, they're not going away. Issues aren't going to go away. We're going to fix certain problems and challenges. Others are going to pop up. It's just like, oh, well, gas You put one fire out to start another fire. To yeah, and it just keeps transitioning, that. even though it still keeps better and better, even those problems are going to I guess that's drastic. what they call it, why they call it humanity. You know, because we are life itself, because you actually, 
you can look at it like this. You can look at life where you're living your life or you're viewing your life. That's true. Where yeah. you are you Letting you are physically going through the motions, but you're not actually involved in your life. You're not actually living your life and stuff. So um, hopefully hopefully people can figure better ways to do that, you yep. know, be more productive, do all those things. Well, I think we're probably getting close to the point of wrapping up. I just realized Thank we've you. almost been going for two hours. Yeah. Um, it's always, glad, you know, when we sat down, on. I told him, you only got 30 minutes or whatever. <laughs> but I, I do. It's not we can easily, way. Brett and I, at least Brett and I, and Riley too, now that I've got to know Riley a little bit, we can easily sit down and we didn't even scratch the surface for oh, hardly so anything. So. Yeah. I, I have to ask though, Riley, before we probably call this week's episode. Is there anything in particular, since you talked so highly of Brian after meeting him the first time and wanting him to come on? I mean, technically, you did say that. Is there anything in particular, before we call it, that you would like to ask him about? About himself, about what we talked yeah. about? Absolutely. It, it, anything. I know him a lot better than you do. You mean so just that, in that's life? why. Absolutely. Just in general. Anything. Anything I'm just curious you want to, because yes. You, you mentioned, obviously, just being around him for the live stream, basically, for the first time. That was about all the time you've really spent around him was mainly then, right? You, you obviously got... I'm an old feeling. soul. I do know that. So this is... This might not be just for me. Okay. But for everybody in the younger generation. Sure. What What would you do if you could go back to your teenage early years or mid-20s? Well, people ask like, me that a lot. They'll ask me whether I would even go back. If you could, if you could go back, would you? And and so on and so forth. And it's always the same answer for me. I always want to go back. I wish I was your age again. Mm-hmm. God, I wish. But so, so is some of it to just experience it again, or would you want life to change? Are you oh no, I want are? my life to change. Oh, okay. I didn't even get close to making. <laughs> well, my know. life did not turn out the way I thought it would when I was your age or even younger. Um, not that to say that it was bad; it was just different. I think what I different had expectations. I I had expectations of doing different things. And so as my life went through, um, it did not go the way that I thought it was going to. It's true. But I what mean, I wish is that I could go back and I have all the knowledge I have oh, now. Oh, well, yeah. 100%. Because. Yeah. I think that's everybody. I wish I could no, go back to 10 and say the same thing. <laughs> be like, hey, here's some information be for investing you. in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just random stuff. Like no, I, not even so much that. Uh, oh, of yeah. course, it would be great to know who won Super Bowl, <laughs> blah, 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 way before the Super Bowl got there yeah, and all yeah, that. Um, we're not back to the future sort of thing. <laughs> so, but I, I think that I would like to go back because I have so much more to give life. Well, that's fair. And I think you guys, uh, well, you know, let me tell you this. Okay. And I thought about both of you. You know, one of the things that I really appreciate about you, t- the two of you, is that you are much stronger individuals than I was at your age. Really? And I won't say... I'm not going to go in depth publicly I'm kinda, I'm kinda about surprised by that personally. Not at all. Really? That's one of the reasons why I, I know my wife has asked me, why do you like to go hang out with these guys? And it's because you are, give me a different 
perspective on life because I have already experienced a lot of these things. It's great to see you not not understand or know sometimes what direction to go or whatever, at least for Brett. And, and Brett and I have become really extraordinarily good friends. He knows that um, I always have good advice. What I say is, is a very relevant thing. I wish that when I was young, I listened to my grandfather when he told me, hey, you shouldn't do this or you should go about life this way or whatever. Me, I was stupid. I didn't listen. And what all people younger than yourself, if you will listen to your parents. Now, sometimes we don't agree with what, you know, our parents, how, how we are, at this moment in life with our parents, but especially the two of you, because I know a little bit about both of you, your different backgrounds and upbringings for both of you. Now, Riley, I don't know you nearly as well as I do Brett, but I have more, I have much bigger background over the last year, Mm -hmm. having met you and some of your family and, and so on. Um, I respect you guys because you guys have a strong will. You, if you want something, you seem to be able to uh, go about and get getting it. Um, not necessarily perfectly. Some people are always meant to be that they're going to always do the right thing. They're going to go and if the right thing is to go to college, they're going to go to college, they're going to finish their degree, they're going to go um, and, you know, live a productive life or whatever. Um, For me, I just wish that um, I could have been a more productive person. And I think you being strong people the way that you are and a lot of your thoughts and things, um, that is going to help you later on in life. But you both need to remember this. Even though your parents are both very different and give you different advice, always listen. Always, always listen. You may not understand, and I didn't understand. But as I have gotten old and lived my life, I do understand exactly what they're saying. And I dismissed it. And I I apologize to the people who tried to help me because I dismissed all of it. And that was one of the stupidest things I ever did. You know, when when they tell you, you know, to do it, uh, do uh, do it a certain way, hear what they're saying to you, because they're giving you good information, all based upon their experiences in their life. Yeah, Yeah, I think there is something to that. So I actually um, saw it like not a quote, but just like somebody said, like, always listen to your parents like you might not agree, but they're going the, it's their first time doing this too. Yeah. And that just like made me rethink. And I, and I think yeah, that is something big, that it's hard really. to come like, cause we're so close to even the reality of basically first becoming an adult moving mm-hmm. mo- in that chapter of our lives where it's like, you first start realizing when you're about 18 that your parents are just people. They're, right. They, they are really you are. just older, older versions and of it's... you. And as a kid, you idolize them. Mm-hmm. And right. so when you do see the faults, you get angry about it. In our reality, they're just a person, just the same and as you. They're going to be absolutely. It's not like they lived another life. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. It's their very yeah. first time, and that, so, so that's when very I, true. Yeah, when yeah. I saw that, I just actually made me rethink. I was like, yeah, 
That's true. No, yeah, oh and, and sometimes I, I, I definitely got to self correct because there's times you, yeah, you forget 100%. those kind of things and, and reel your back self exactly. back in, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we're still young. We have that angst. We have mm-hmm. that, yes, whatever you do. there. So it, it is hard sometimes to really step back mm-hmm. and look at those kind of conversations. Reflect really, for a moment exactly. every once in a while, especially in the moment. Sometimes it's hard and you miss yep. it, and you afterwards yes. you're like, damn it, like I should have maybe listen to this better or i understand what they were com- where they were coming absolutely. from absolutely so I, I think that is true for a lot of people but i have to admit though when it comes to that and how everybody has their own experiences another quote i literally listened to today was them talking about how like they come into a room and they respect everybody because he's like i i realize that that they are superior every every single person in the world is superior to me in some form because of their 100%. own life experiences there's something they know they right. they're better at than me and I'm superior to them and something because of how I've lived my life. And right. I think that there is something to that where you can learn something from everybody. It doesn't matter that's, who it is. That's it, probably it, true. It, it, Even terrible. What yes. we would consider terrible. There's, people. there's something you can learn yeah. from them. 100%. Like, and, and I think that's the issue when people look at like when it comes to stereotyping and labels is you do that and you, it's like looking at the it's like don't judge a book by its cover it's literally that you look at the mm-hmm. cover you see it you don't want to know more you don't want to know what there is to offer in that person and you move on because all you see is that cover and that's that's it's all you like, get if, that's all the information you get if that's what you're doing in your life i can tell you right now you are making a, mistake. Yeah, making a mistake you are missing out probably on some, on some yes the most interesting people that you that's will make yeah. you know um that's like it seems like uh, my wife and i are magnets to people sometimes because uh, they randomly come up to us start talking or whatever i don't know if they feel like they get an open vibe from <laughs> us or whatever but my uh, my wife and i have experienced that a lot but I think a lot of that has to do with me myself. Uh, my mom always said that there was never a person I met in my life that there was a, that was a stranger to me. And I've told many countless people um, that were in authoritative uh, positions above me or in management or whatever. I was like, I could talk to the president or Menachem Gandhi. It doesn't make any difference. Um, they're just a person. That's true. You know? That is true. And honestly, when and I, what I, what you try to do is somehow be able to relate to that person one way or another, and that is your connection. That's true. And I have to admit, before we close out today, when you were saying that about how you wish your life was different, I don't. Because honestly, if things would have changed in your life, we probably would have never met. And, That's a good and, point. And that, is, yeah. that is something mm-hmm. that... I mean, life's journey isn't always what we, what we think it's going to be, and it's it's always that is so just, very true. And it's I hard, just saw a video. It was like these two marbles. There's always a reason. And one was curved and up, curved and up, and one was a straight path. Yeah. The one that was going down and up made it to the finish line faster. Yeah. Yeah. Now that life's, doesn't mean like you're going to yeah, have rough passes. Yes, yeah, so you're going to have your ups and downs, but, but you're good. That's that, a part of your journey. Exactly. That's how you're going to learn. You're going to come across and mm-hmm. meet people for specific reasons, and you don't understand it. Absolutely. And who knows, even though I said that, maybe by being friends with these people, maybe somehow that will be how my contribution. So I don't know that. Honestly, like that's the yeah. thing. I think people don't understand that even minuscule relationships that in the long term might be short because you never know. Like, let, let's say that's true. Let's say in two years I, I move to Mexico 
I don't know. Right. And I never see you again, but you right. still had uh, probably way more of an impact on my life than you would probably ever understand. Mm -hmm. And, and especially us being so young and, yeah. and still malleable. Absolutely. Like it, 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 these connections are very important. Yeah. Yes, and I, they're important for me too. It reminds me. What does it remind me of? <laughs> it reminds me of a time long ago. How about that? Well, I think that's sure. a good place to end it. I think so, actually. Yeah. Hey, right, whatever Brian, you, you do, so if you are out there, try to get along. Just give peace and love a chance. That's how I always end it. We'll see you guys all next week. I hope you did enjoy this episode. Yeah. If you think there's anybody that would want to listen to it, send it their way. Yes, Subscribe sir. and like. And we'll see you guys all next week. We'll come up with something different next time. I know. We <laughs> always, always do. Peace out, everybody.